Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, today we're debating whether or not porn is bad for society and we are starting right now with Daniel's opening statement. Thanks so much for being with us again, Daniel. The floor is all yours. My pleasure. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, salatu wassalamu alaikum. Thank you to Modern Day Debates and thank you to Bosch for taking the time to discuss this very important topic. I'm a Muslim and there are many religious and spiritual arguments against pornography. But I understand that Vosh and many of those watching are not religious, so I'm going to mainly stick to non-religious arguments for the purpose of the debate. The main secular argument against pornography is best explained by looking at the research of Nicolaas Tinbergen, a Dutch biologist. Tinbergen did experiments with butterflies. He realized that female butterflies attract males due to the eye-catching designs on their wings. So Tinbergen made some cardboard butterflies and painted their wings to be super eye-catching, more eye-catching than what would naturally occur in female butterflies. Surprisingly, the male butterflies would swarm the cardboard butterflies, even when real female butterflies were available. The males would ignore those females and instead keep trying to mate with the cardboard. Tinbergen called this a supernormal stimulus. By artificially enhancing the normal, Tinbergen could fundamentally transform the behavior of the butterflies. Basically, he tricked the butterflies to abandon the females and instead spend all their time trying to mate with cardboard. And of course, if those exciting cardboard butterflies were not removed, then those males could never reproduce. And as a result, the entire butterfly population would die out. You see where I'm going with this. Pornography is the exact same thing. It's the exact definition of a supernormal stimulus. That's not my conclusion, by the way. That's the conclusion of neuroscientists and behavioral psychologists. That is one of the biggest harms of pornography. It derails normal human sexuality in the same way that colorful cardboard can derail butterfly sexuality. Look, I think whether you're religious or not religious, most of us agree that long-lasting committed relationships, such as marriage, are very important for human happiness and the overall well-being of society. Second, I think most of us also agree that stable, healthy families are very important for human happiness and the overall well-being of society. Now, if we can agree on the importance of committed relationships and family, then my argument is simply that pornography prevents these two things and is therefore harmful. I ask the audience directly, do you want to have a loving spouse who will offer you companionship and sexual intimacy? Pornography prevents this. Do you one day dream of being a mother or father with loving children and grandchildren to care for and spend time with who care for you in your old age? Pornography prevents this. 
Do you care about the future of society, a society that mainly consists of happy marriages and healthy, stable families? Pornography prevents this or greatly hinders it. Numerous peer-reviewed studies prove why and how all this is the case. Biologically rooted sexual drives, attitudes, and behaviors are crucial for marital, familial, and communal relationships. These are the things which have been the foundation of human society throughout history. But pornography disrupts all this. This is because porn usage produces psychological transformations which deeply impact sexual drives, attitudes, and behaviors. There are three major ways that this happens. The first way pornography disrupts human sexuality is that it changes our norms and values. This is huge. What people see as good and normal gets warped by porn in the same way that what a butterfly sees as normal gets warped by artificial cardboard. Empirical studies show how the porn user's values change. Porn causes people to see sex as a recreational act for personal pleasure without any long-term commitment. It causes people to view non-committed, non-heterosexual sex positively, things like sex with strangers, group sex, incest, etc. It causes people to accept when others engage in uncommitted sex, premarital sex, extramarital sex, etc., rather than stigmatize such behavior. Basically, pornography promotes sexual behaviors that are contrary to stable, committed relationships and family. Due to biologically rooted learning mechanisms, humans unconsciously imitate behaviors and accept norms which they see as widely practiced around them. This is known as social conformity and is linked to certain hormones like oxytocin. Media of any kind is powerful because it affects what people believe is widespread and causes individuals to unconsciously imitate and accept norms they observe performed on TV and the internet. Studies also show that humans are highly inclined to imitate and accept behaviors they see when they're children. And in fact, with the growth of internet availability, huge amounts of pornography are now consumed by children from six years of age and up. And the amount of porn consumed is only increasing with time. So all of this porn exposure results in masses of people who, to a much lesser extent, associate sex with committed long-term relationships and producing children. This in itself is a major psychological shift in the population caused by porn that affects people's behaviors and their attitudes. The second way that pornography disrupts sexuality is that it destroys the motivation for pair bonding and family. Porn and masturbation go hand in hand. Those who watch porn come to depend on porn watching coupled with masturbation to fulfill their sexual drives. This results in spending less time trying to find mates Porn watchers engage in frequent masturbation, which ensures that their sex drive remains relatively low. With low sex drive, they're not motivated to find mates or to do the things that would make them more attractive for prospective mates. Again, this is exactly like the butterflies. Pornography is a supernormal stimulus that derails people from normal sexuality. This results in fewer marriages 
fewer pair bonds, which results in fewer children and fewer families. The third way that pornography disrupts sexuality is that it causes people who are already in committed relationships to have lower quality relationships. A meta-study published in 2020 in the Archives of Sexual Behavior found that pornography usage was strongly correlated with less satisfaction in marriage, less happiness, etc. Furthermore, studies show that pornography consumption is associated with people feeling dissatisfied with their partners and eventually cheating on them. One study, for example, tracked couples over a six-year period and found that of all the factors considered, porn consumption was the second strongest indicator that a marriage would suffer. Also, pornography has been tied to an unprecedented epidemic of sexual dysfunctions in otherwise healthy men who, because of their porn usage, suffer from erectile dysfunction, diminished libido, and satisfaction, and less satisfaction when having sex with their partners. So these are three major ways pornography usage harms pair bonding and family. To make matters worse, neuroscientific data shows that viewing pornography leads to addictive behavior akin to the use of hard drugs like cocaine. Addictive behavior produces massive changes to brain structure, including structures related to self-control and desire. This does not happen with behaviors like breathing or drinking water, but it does happen with the use of drugs and pornography. Addictive behavior like porn watching has especially powerful effects during childhood as the child's brain is more malleable in terms of neuroplasticity. The average age which children are exposed to porn nowadays is 10 years old. Now consider this. If I asked you whether it is bad for society if a drug as addictive as cocaine or heroin were freely available to the masses, including young children, and it was easily accessible, wouldn't you think, wow, this is really bad for society? This is exactly the situation with pornography. In many countries throughout the world, large percentages of, of adults have never been in a relationship and remain as virgins. In I have Japan, to check. What time are we on? In Japan, for example, We've according to government data. A minute and 15 seconds left. Just making sure. Yeah, the moderator usually says that. In Japan, for example, according to government data, about half of single men and women under age 34 are virgins, yet Japan has one of the highest rates of porn consumption in the world. Other countries have similar trends. Marriage and family are collapsing the world over. Not all of it is due to pornography, but porn has played a significant role. To conclude, I just want to note that Islam has unique and detailed rules about relationships, gender roles, dress, that promote stable, loving families and marriage. Islam provides a detailed blueprint for marriage and family, and this has never been as important as it is now simply because people's understanding of gender roles, marriage, family, sex have been warped by modernity. I just want to make this point because my message is not just that porn is destructive. It's one thing to point out the disease, but it's also important to point out yeah. the cure. If you want a proven model for marriage, family, and community, Islam provides that. Thank Time. you. With that, we're going to kick it over to Vosh for his opening statement as well. want to let you know, folks, if this is your first time here at Modern Day Debate, we are a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. We hope you feel welcome no matter what walk of life you are from, whether you be politically left, politically right, Muslim, atheist, Christian, you name it. We are glad that you are here. Thanks for being with us. And, hey, 
If you haven't yet, hit that subscribe button as we have many more juicy debates coming up. For example, tomorrow night, is religion harmful? Tom Jump taking on Jung for the first time. It's going to be a great one. Hit that subscribe button so you don't miss those upcoming debates. And with that, thanks very much, Vosh. The floor is all yours for your opening statement as well. Thank you. Ooh, we got a lot to go over. Muslim men, of course, being such coomers that they need morality police to make sure women aren't exposing their faces because they can't control themselves in the presence of a female flesh. I don't know if that's the healthiest attitude one might take towards, uh, you know, the opposite sex, but whatever template we want to go with. All right. So the problem with everything that you just said, um, in addition to a collection of statistical errors like the correlation causation one, which is a classic, to the it's different, therefore bad one, to the we're not considering the implicit alternative to porn, which is the social resources which would be required to entirely ban porn, something that has never succeeded anywhere in any country on earth since the advent of the internet. Leaving aside all of that, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, you're only using empirical metrics as a way of supplementing your real position, which is a fundamental ideological opposition to morality. We'll get to that, but first we can take apart the other bits. Um, so a lot of this was correlation causation bullshit. Um, a lot of the stuff surrounding the research into porn addiction provides results which are comparable to a great many things that humans have uh potentially unhealthy relationships towards food for example depending on a person's relationship to food which is regular old food not even drugs uh they can have incredibly destructive outcomes uh, addictive behaviors life-ruining stuff no one would ever talk about banning food of course because it's a fundamental human necessity but if you take a look at how we interact with a great many things you'll find similar patterns when humans like something we have a tendency to uh to fall into habits of um engaging in it to an unhealthy extent. This has been the case for all of human society. It's not new. Um, the reason why we hear about this with regards to pornography so often is A, a moralistic opposition, and B, because the advent of internet pornography happens to coincide with another demographic change and people tend to conflate their outcomes, namely the fact that the birth rates are falling and marriage is becoming less popular. It should be noted, of course, that I don't think marriage is in and of itself a necessary institution. It's not inherent to the human character we were running around just fine as neanderthals clubbing i don't know uh snow leopards and not marrying people uh whatever form of social organization people want to engage in is the one that i support and i think it's entirely possible to simultaneously support healthy relationships without trying to bring the long arm of the state down on pornography an act which in every country which it has ever been practiced has led to incredibly authoritarian outcomes something which i am principally opposed to um, at the end of the day, humans exist uh, for the benefit of humans. Uh, some people, usually of the authoritarian disposition, like to gesture at some nebulous social benefit that you can get out of forcing people to behave in a certain way. But often in doing so, they neglect to mention the human cost. For example, stable marriages are good for society because stability in general is good for society. I mean, even if marriages involve three people, if those were stable, they would be good for society. But one of the big reasons why marriages have historically been so stable is because women have had no political rights. Uh, you need look no further than the Muslim world to see examples of this. Of course, your marriages are stable. You can't get a divorce. People are married off sometimes before the age of 18. Uh, arranged marriages where people are pressured out of their social spaces and communities if they don't follow the orders of their parents and marry the people that have been lined up for them. Uh, of course, you have stability there. It's because you have no freedom, obviously. You know, it's like, like, um, 
bragging about the stability of like the Nazi German hierarchical order. Well, of course, it's internally stable. They get shot if they don't follow it. Um, you see this all the time, especially in American history. You know, being an American, of course, I'm biased towards those discussions. But you see people going like, oh, yes, well, people, you know, nowadays everyone's getting divorced and women initiate most of the divorces. If they want a divorce, good for them. You know why they weren't divorcing before? Because it wasn't legal for women to open their own bank accounts up until the 1970s, at least not consistently. Of course, if you put a gun to people's heads and force them to behave in a certain way, then you might get generally reliable outcomes in that one metric. But that doesn't mean society is better. It means it's worse because people's freedoms are being infringed on. They're less happy, less able to act. You get a nice, clean, pretty slate from the outside. Um, and I, I think that's what you want, right? Like, that's why you were touting Islam at the end there. Gender relations in Muslim countries are fraught with um, bias and bigotry, rape, legal oppression. Um, but it all looks nice and clean from the outside because you get to keep your divorce rates at zero, you know? Looks nice and consistent, nice and clean. Um, but society is not experienced from the top down. It's experienced from the bottom up. We have to consider what people actually want. And what people want is to jerk off to porn. They love jerking off to porn. It is a uh, undeniable fact of the human experience, one which has been around for hundreds of years in whatever form pornography has taken, that people like cooming. Um, every effort to take this away from people has failed. There are no countries um, that are not full of degenerate coomers. Osama bin Laden had like risque uh anime uh you know titillation on his computer all of them do uh you do they all do everyone does it's a fact of modern life um some people pretend they don't when they're larping as some kind of like tradcath or whatever but um you know in in, in reality where we all live uh the idea of like eradicating this from the public space is entirely unrealistic and would only be done to suit some kind of city skylines-esque top-down paternalistic idea of authoritarian goodness where if you can line everyone up like tetris blocks and they behave the way you expect them to um you get some kind of positive outcome on paper if you want to help people who have porn addictions by the way there are lots of things you can do to like meaningfully um improve that uh porn addiction is a real problem as are many other kinds of addictions but as somebody who favors drug decriminalization i don't think the state is the solution has it been the solution for drugs no we have an unprecedented drug problem here in the states despite committing tens of billions to fighting it uh if you really want to help people you have to try to find what it is they're actually looking for and provide that to them a lot of porn addicts are suffering from a kind of social alienation which i think is brought about by capitalism and some other factors uh drug addicts uh lacking in appropriate medical care job opportunities there are a number of things we can walk uh or we can walk you know down any street in midwestern america and see um the consequences of our attitude towards drug criminalization. Let's see what we can actually do for those people and for porn addicts as well. You know, we'll see what we can actually do for them. There are plenty of metrics by which we can um, improve their lives. You got it. And with that, we're going to jump into open conversation. Want to let you know, folks, if you happen to have a question, feel free to fire it into the old live chat. If you tag me with at Modern Day Debate, that's one way to do it. As well as if you put it in as a super chat, those go to the top of the list and also want to ask that your questions would be germane for the topic that the guests prepared for. With that, we're going to jump into this open dialogue. Thanks so much, gentlemen, for being with us. The floor is all yours. So I want to address some of these points. Um, you yeah, let's mentioned... go one at a time. I like talking. Okay. Um, I'll try to be respectful of equal time. Uh, so the first point, correlation uh, is not causation. I agree 
but there are many studies that are longitudinal in nature that actually do indicate causation, right? So that is, you know, this is, there are many studies that I kind of alluded to in my opening statement, which I'm happy to go over if you want more details, but many, some of them, yes, they are cross-sectional and therefore it is correlation or causation doesn't imply causation. We can't know, but some of them, many of the most significant are longitudinal. So they do show causation over time. Um, so that's one point. And but also even then it should be worth noting that for something like why one might look for pornography in a relationship, um, it might be difficult to understand what the instigating factor was. So a person can report satisfaction in a relationship, not consume pornography, but then as things in the relationship get kind of worse and they feel kind of distant from their partner, they start to look at porn and they look at porn because they're dissatisfied, not necessarily the other way around. But from a studies perspective, it's really difficult to chart which one caused which. Well, these, um, studies, these studies do show that. Like the, these studies are set, the longitudinal ones are set to determine causation. So I'm the, familiar the with the limitation of longitudinal studies. They don't make the correlation causation fallacy disappear. They can track behaviors over long term. But when you're talking about nebulous characteristics like psychological influence, it is legitimately very, very difficult to parse out what is happening and why. I mean, this it is, is. Yeah, there are, you can say that about any kind of factor that you want to study in science. It's hard to parse out what is actually the causative factor. So the job of the researcher and the scientist in order to publish peer-reviewed research and say, hey, pornography actually leads to relationships breaking up, at least a higher dissatisfaction. Part of the barrier of whether this is publishable research is to justify that through statistical means, through all kinds of experiment setup, um, double-blind studies. All of this is part of the research process. So I don't see of how course. what you're saying disagrees with that. I'm but fully familiar with the research process. I have a sociology degree. The issue is that for something like this topic in particular, self-reporting is the only metric by which you can measure something like the health of a relationship. If people self-report, say, on the cause of their porn usage, you know, you're also relying on their degree of introspection, which is uh, not reliable. Um, but when you're when you're looking at the development of these things, people don't really have a great assessment of why they act the way they do. And I have seen a good deal of research on pornography and its effects on people. And obviously, I don't want to debate with you like specific studies because then we get really in the weeds on a broad topic. But I'm only pointing out that like from what I have seen, the the idea of a sort of consistent direct causative relationship has not been demonstrated in the research that i've looked at certainly there are relationships i wouldn't deny that even if there were causative relationships i don't necessarily think that's a defeater for my positions but it is complicated i only mean to say that because it can be very easy to paint a consistent and clear brush when looking from afar i mean i i agree that it's complicated but you know all these studies are showing that there is a negative impact to relationships but we can put that point aside I would also, you know, if you want to look at causation, there are biologically rooted mechanisms that are causal in nature that I, that I described because pair bonding and pair bonding is not something that's only valued by Muslims. Like this is something that every society throughout history has valued, even if they haven't technically called it marriage. But the idea of a committed relationship with a person like a soulmate or a committed relationship over time, that is something that's valued universally. It's not just a Muslim thing and it's not just like a modern thing. It's something that's uh, throughout history with human society. But if you look at pair bonding, 
sex is what creates that kind of pair bond because oxytocin is released when you are when there's orgasm by male or female and touch through the skin the skin touching is what generates oxytocin and that's something that does not exist with masturbation to pornography you cannot create that kind of pair bond and that doesn't about, exist for any kind of masturbation though whether or that's not you're pornographic that's true i agree well then but, that's fine you masturbate from time to time and it doesn't contribute to your um god-given soulmate potential no it does and then it one has day a... you do lay into a girl and then it does no but the causal relation there is that when you ejaculate that w without um you know a, that pair bond through oxytocin you are um you have lower sex drive so you're not motivated to actually go seek a pair bond you can't keep people from masturbating whether they have pornography or not humans have written on masturbation for as long as we have written language if you plan on making that illegal i don't know how you would do that some kind of 1984-esque uh, telescreen well, in every living room um probably probably best to leave people's nuts to themselves you know in a, in a legal sense well i do want to distinguish porn plus masturbation as its own distinct phenomenon because of this whole supranormal uh, stimulation that is created through pornography. Um, this is it, it's habit forming. It creates this frequent masturbation, which results in frequent ejaculation. So oh. I do think it. So it's that good, it's if you're perpetually the the goodness for the prostate is just through ejaculation, which you can get through many other means other than masturbation. But the point is that but, your, but the, your lower you sex said. drive makes you less motivated to actually go seek out a pair bond or relationship, whether you want to get married or not. Like but the, the, the stats on the stats on the drive. stats on. Yeah. So when we we'll look keep at, trying, we could, sorry, sorry. we're, we're both at a of, narrow bridge here. No, I'm just saying I'll like that would sorry. apply to any masturbation, right? Like if you're like it lower sex drive, a disinterest in seeking out a sex partner. I feel that after I jerk off, whether I'm looking at porn or not, you know, you jerk off once or twice a day or whatever, um, like God intended us to, but that's just life, right? Like I think that for most healthy people, like you can jerk off one day and then want to like fuck somebody the next. It's, I feel like there's like a quick rebound on this, you know, some people have lower sex drives, but I don't think the ability to masturbate masturbate like because we've always been doing that right like monkeys do that yeah I, I follow what you're saying and i agree that masturbation has existed um way before pornography but do you do you agree that pornography is a a different kind of stimulus like it is a heightened kind of um stimulus just like in the butterfly example like it's because of and and the factors that the researchers point out is that pornography has this kind of accelerated novelty because people can access lots of different kinds of pornography that has not been possible like historically because of the lack of technology like yeah we got wacky stuff these days uh, no i agree it's uh it's a more um uh, a, a more extensive kind of erotic stimulation than anything your imagination could conjure up like or at least it has the potential to you know like it's a it's a quick template to that but i would say the same thing about like uh, candy you know like food used to taste like shit you know well not really like you could cook meat and it would be fine but you know generally speaking the medieval peasants subsisted on gruel okay it wasn't it wasn't a great life nowadays you can go down to the grocery store and for four bucks you can pick up a chocolate um 
uh, cupcake that if eaten by a, a Dickensian orphan would immediately cause them to explode. Um, and people get fat off that shit, right? Like it tastes so good. People get hooked on it. That's a real problem. A lot of folks are fat over that, but you can't ban the cupcake. It's just, you have to learn to live in a world where those resources are available and teach people to be moderate about it. I completely agree with you that this is like the, the same kind of argument applies to certain kinds of food, but the thing about foods as well, because of processing, and the ability to highly process foods. And you have entire food scientists whose entire job is to artificially manipulate food in order to make it as tasty and addictive as possible because it generates this dopamine rush in an artificial way. So I agree with you that- What's an and, artificial and having, dopamine rush? I mean, if it's I tasty, mean, it's art, tasty, artif right? Artificially induced because the natural food, like if you picked up, even like with, you know, like uh, even white sugar that you're using in desserts like a cupcake, the processed version of the cupcake has been actually over engineered to to artificially induce even more dopamine, which is why a lot of people are addicted to junk food and certain governments have wanted to curb, you know, this kind of processed food because it's making the population obese. This is actually a perfect analogy to pornography. So would you want to ban chocolate cupcakes? artificially engineered and well all food yes, you would. get at the grocer right now is artificially engineered to some extent outside of like the tomatoes oh. or whatever some degree of processing goes into almost everything we eat for preservatives sake or um because well, i mean hell a lot of yeah. the uh fruits and vegetables we eat are gmo like they literally got engineered at the dna level to be tastier to us um so uh, depending like where you draw the line, because that's the question, right? It's like, where do you draw the line? Because we've had wood carvings of people's fat ass titties, um, you know, since thousands and thousands of years ago, depending on how far back you want to go. Pornography has been around a long time. Um, so when did it get too far? Right. Was it when the video file came about like 240p shit? Um, but you, you can know, measure this. It's, it has an empirical effect. Like well, you folks can measure... have gotten fatter lately. I know because for the same reasons, like so for the same reasons that people are being addicted to pornography, they're being addicted to other artificial stimuli. Video games are another example. Food is another example. Wait, how much but stuff many... in the world do you want to ban? Just out of curiosity, video games, food, no, no, movies, I, I assume. No, I think that there are, these are all of different moral um, categories. But when it comes to video Wait, games, why? or not moral categories, but having different moral weight. I would say, but I mean, my argument doesn't depend on that. I just want to point out that with like app developers develop apps to make them as addictive as possible. I think this is very harmful to society because people can't put their phone apps. They can't put down their phones because these apps are hooking them in the same way that casinos hook gamblers because of their slot machines, like specific ways that they designed the casino to play on these psychological, biological, psychological uh, proclivities of the human mind. So oh, I, I agree with what you're saying. There are things that people do in food production or how they design gotcha games or what have you, where I think that it goes beyond a desire to produce a product and it goes towards an effort to 
prey on people's, um, you know, addiction uh, 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 receptors. I think that's a real issue. But the problem is, you know, where do you draw the line? When it comes to food production, I can think of maybe a couple of processes by which you could say, okay, maybe companies, you can't use this chemical, you know, go the extra one hundredth of a cent more expensive per unit produced. And, uh, you know, it, we'll, we'll call it there. Um, when it comes to how the gotcha games or casinos, you can think of like common sense legislation to try to curtail some of the more extremely addictive predatory elements here. So where's the line on pornography? Because what, so for me, as somebody with an entirely healthy relationship to pornography, you know, if I want to look at fat titties or whatever, I can just look at the fat titties and then I can just guys some good fat titties and then I can just, you know, leave, walk away from the computer. I don't know what would constitute like a pornography addiction, like line where you none of this, but like the other stuff is fine. What about people who draw fat titties? Right. I mean, depending on how abstract the drawing is, you've got, you know, a bunch of junior pornographers doodling in their eighth grade notebooks. You know, I know that I was at the time. I guess my question is like, wh where do you like what you're you're in charge? You're you're um, you're the Ayatollah. You're um, the. Um, What's the what's the big guy? The biggest guy, like the Pope. In Sunni Islam, there's no biggest guy, but in Shia Islam, I'm not Shia. I'm Sunni, so. Okay, then I okay, then not that. Um, whatever the 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 big guy. All right. Um, what law is it? Just like you put a drawing up of two circles with smaller circles in them, and they just come and shoot you. Like where where would you draw the line? Well, I think before I I'm. Let me answer that question. But first, so you say that it's reasonable for governments to actually restrict processed food, like uh, with real extreme examples of manipulation of food or technology to curb, you know, th these kinds of harm. So would you say the same for pornography? I think that there are easy lines that you could draw, but I'd always be careful about this stuff because I'm always going to be like very cautious when it comes to the government's ability to restrict the production of materials, especially media. So like when it comes to the like movies, for example, or TV shows, movies and TV shows absolutely do use marketing and production techniques to hook people. And people do get kind of like lost in some of the fake realities, like those folks who killed themselves after Avatar came out. Um you know, stuff like that. But I would never want the government coming in and saying, like, actually, you can't have like crazy alien worlds in your movies because it makes people like want to be in them too much. That shit's way too far for me. And porn is art and is media. So that line, because it's easy, it's chemical with food. Don't use this chemical. Bam, easy. You can test food for it. But what do you do with porn? Like, what's the like you can't do like you can't do cum shots? Does the, like the porn has oh, to cut out right before you nut? Or um, there is there is um, all like because addictive behaviors or these kinds of behaviors that become problematic, they there is a difference in the brain structure that is caused. So the wood carvings that they did a thousand years ago, they did, those wouldn't actually change the structure of the brain. But many studies are showing that the use of porn, even like not even I'm not talking about like outright addicted even just very little use can change the structure of the brain, the prefrontal cortex, the reward center, just like, like one hit of heroin or one hit of cocaine, it will change the structure of the brain. So they have I've, discovered this same exact thing with pornography. I've seen studies that parts of your brain light up when you're looking at pornography, but I've seen nothing indicating that looking at titties on a screen once will irrevocably change your brain. I mean, they're just titties on a screen, right? You see them on the screen, you see them in person. If it doesn't break your brain seeing them in person, you know, 
I, I don't think like I don't think there's anything more innately harmful to seeing them through a screen and seeing them in person the problem is like the habitual relationship you form with it like the degree of dependency but people have irl sex dependency too there are sex addicts right like folks who get real depressed if they're not like um like you know cream and pussy like three times a day or something if that if, like so it, i don't know it seems like humans just have a habit of getting real into things they like we do the same thing with video games that's also new but we can't ban video games we've got all the people watching this angry um so like where where does the line cut because i want to know like okay you're the grand pooba okay i'm a talented artist how realistic can i draw my circles before i get shot in the back of the head but you you keep saying that there's no like difference between seeing something in real life i acknowledge that you know sex addiction is also real you can also be um, addicted or you can be negatively affected by a certain stimulus that doesn't show up on a screen, but you see in real life. Like that distinction is not really relevant to the point that I'm making. The changes to the brain can happen in either case. It can happen through seeing something in real life. It can happen through eating something. It can happen through playing a video game. Like that's just something that is established. And the term that I used is a super normal stimulus. And, and that's what causes a kind of change to the brain structure that leads to addiction in the same way that a uh, drug addict or, or the use of even like one hit of the crack pipe is going to change the brain and causes someone to fall into crack addiction. Well, wait, hold on. First of all, I'm for drug decriminalization, so that don't fit for me. But if we're talking about if you're you saying think that, that crack is effect, harmful to society, right? I think that banning crack has been more harmful to society than its existence has. Well, we'll put the censorship or banning question to the side because that's the, the, the main is, question, though. Even, no, it, even if the main question no, 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 is, it is, is it harmful to society? That's because the main if question. it's well, OK, do you think porn should be banned? Yes. Because it's well, harmful, but 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 that, that well, no no based... well, that, no 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 well no you can't well you can't run away from it then because when people say so and so is harmful for society you know I don't know maybe skateboarding is harmful for society but you got to give people the right to do things that are harmful because otherwise you don't live in a free society I don't want to well, live under a paternalistic <laughs> nanny state the real question is does banning something that is potentially harmful to society produce better outcomes than allowing it to exist at all the drug war in the United States is a pretty resounding answer to that question we have not cut down on drug use but we have increased human misery and spent a lot of money doing it too so if you acknowledge that you're going to form these brain patterns seeing titties in real life as opposed to seeing them on online as well then it seems like the capacity for sex addiction whether it's virtual through porn or in real life is present either way and we know men have done plenty of crazy shit to get laid so the potential for harm it seems is um merely being transplanted here not invented Right? No, no, if people didn't have access to pornography, the vast majority of people would not have, unless you're in a stable relationship, you won't have the opportunity to see naked women. Uh, that's, well, that's so, like, well, so you're so you got to sell me on this. I like seeing naked women. Yeah. So you if you didn't have access to porn, you might like, you know, do something to make yourself more attractive so you can get in a stable relationship and you can see naked, a naked woman as much as you want. And that what will, if I don't right? want what if I want to see multiple naked women? Well, Islam has a solution to that because you can marry multiple wives <laughs> in Islam. But I mean, that's even well, if we well, put well, marriage aside. Cheating. OK, well, so you're cheating. So you can't you can't say like, um, 
oh yeah, we're going to solve the problem of men and their infidelity by simply allowing a patriarchal, you know, polygamy. Nah, you can, that's cheating. It's like, we've solved the problem of men cheating. They simply marry their mistresses, you know? Oh, well, okay, fine, right? Um, you know, but, 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 but if... But <laughs> I just, per, per, put that solution aside and, and think, like, if you, if you really had that kind of high sex drive, um, that you wanted to see multiple women and be with multiple naked women um, in that kind of sexual relationship, then you would try to make money. You try to get this kind of high status in society so that more women would be willing to pair bond with you. But what if they take a picture of their tits and then they put it on like online to show me like they put it on like an imager link or something? Do they get shot? No so, society has ever succeeded in banning porn. So the idea of like actually enacting this ban seems weird to me. All right. So I'm um, like the counter example would be child porn. Child porn is something that has been successfully banned. And no one says that, oh, well, you know, banning child porn is only increases usage. So we have to legalize it. But right? I'm not talking I'm not talking about whether or not it's first of all. There are child porn problems all over the world, like massively so. Child abuse has gone down since the 1990s, um, at least in the United States. I don't have like worldwide stats or whatever, but it remains a serious issue in spite of its ban, which is an indication that banning doesn't necessarily get rid of something. The critical difference here being, of course, that if a, a bit of child pornography is put online, that kid's being exploited. Whereas if, you know, an adult woman puts her big fat titties up online. Well, that's separate. Like you're shifting from one point to another. We're just, your initial point was, Banning something doesn't get rid of it, but uh, child porn shows that banning something curbs its use and it actually reduces it quite a bit. And if we presume, like my presumption is that pornography is harmful, then banning it would actually reduce the amount of harm. Now, if we want, so that's the whole censorship question, but if we if want- If it's talk, actually harmful. If, yeah. So that's the whole, that's the whole question of the debate. But it can't and, get rid of it all like over, right? I mean, we know all the, you know, there are plenty of folks over in the Muslim world who are just sneaking their porn when the morality police aren't up in a foot. You know, there are problems all over the place. Um, what's, so I, I guess we need to talk about the practicality here. You know, you want to ban porn again, like where's the line on this, right? Um, how how realistic do the circles have to be because that's the thing the problem is that what you're talking about is an ex is a censorship of expression that is literally unprecedented in the western world um there's no there's there's no comparison to like all media that depicts eroticism is gone like that's just such a massive you know what about nude art uh simplistic drawings how detail does an anatomical drawing have to be before it becomes an issue i just want to know because i don't know how this plays out like realistically well i mean you you conceded that there are some restrictions that would be reasonable to restrict porn like and what if i mean well that's what you claimed so i can draw the line anywhere and i'd be consistent um where do where would you think should we draw the line you already mentioned child porn yeah, that's probably pretty bad. Um, I don't want any lines when it comes to like the pornography that we have, though. I want labor laws when it comes to sex workers, but that's not a censorship of pornography. That's uh, labor regulations on its production process. Um, but uh, I, I don't want any curtailing there. But you got to give me an example, because, again, like the line on this, the line for like what is determined to be child porn is pretty clear. You have like the age and of the people can... involved. But like what makes something pornography? Like even the courts haven't figured that out. I mean, we can like a start of banning all photographic and videographic pornography. Like that can be a line. Like any nudity, and like so. What about um? That could be like a start. A, 
what about like anatomical stuff or like is it like uh, any context or like medical research like here's an example medical of what research kind of is medical research is fine um well what about them nude uh, yoga videos you can find on youtube you know like for for purely uh, educational purposes you know what i'm talking about yeah so i mean i would again it's like my argument doesn't um hinge on where we draw the line um but as long as you're willing to acknowledge that a line can be drawn because there is harm at some level at some level there is harm with pornography I think we're agreed. We're agreed in this. Oh, no, not, no, not even, not even like remotely. I think there are like, well, you just said earlier, you said that just like with artificial food that the government should ban certain kinds of artificial food because it's too addictive. Then also with pornography at the extreme level, you, you left it vague. It should also be. I never said anything about extreme pornography being banned. Um, I don't know what extreme means in this context. Uh, I think that you can make a simple like production labor restriction on what chemicals are used for food. That's a production process thing. But porn is art. And I don't think right now the government does very much at all over here in the States to regulate art production. I would be incredibly uncomfortable with that. The idea of like the government getting to lean in on every drawing uploaded, everything you're, produced. You're everywhere. fine with the government leaning in when it comes to children being uploaded and yes. this kind of pornography. So it's not like a technical issue that can't be solved. It is. Uh, at, well, you can solve it. The question is whether or not in solving it, you do more harm than good. Banning child pornography does more harm than good. Or sorry, does <laughs> clip me, clip me, does more good than harm. Um, if you you that's a pretty simple and easy line to cut down. Uh, you point at it right there and it's like, okay, we're not going to allow that. Kablamo. People pretty much get behind that. The problem is when it comes to like the the right for a free citizen to just put their tits up online. When we talk about banning child pornography, it's because then kids are getting hurt. But if some lady wants to put her tits up on the internet, the only harm that you can point to is some kind of nebulous social degeneracy, which I would never support a law being made to um, no, I, to crack down on. But my argument didn't appeal to degeneracy. Uh, my argument appealed to the value of pair bonding and the value of you family. You were advocating polygamy like five minutes ago. Yeah, it's totally wholesome. Okay, this is very much a you in. thing. You can't pair bond. No, no, but, polyg- no, no, but uh, the example I gave is imagine like you're in a society that does not have polygamy, but it also pornography has banned. Look at the benefit that is attained. People I don't think there's have, any benefit. Well, let me explain it to you. Like you have people who have this natural sex drive. They can't get this kind of release from pornography. They can look for a mate and they do that by you know improving themselves making themselves attractive to a potential mate so this improves society what's wrong with convenience you form a pair bond with someone in a loving relationship you are happier you're more satisfied you produce children the problem is children who will take care of you who will that you can love stop stop all of this (laughs) no 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 you're narrativizing right now you're running off to the sunset a couple of problems here First of all, this is like arguing restaurants should be banned so people have no choice but to cook food at home, which will teach them cooking skills and improve society. It is true that it's cheaper and more um, learned to cook all your food at home, but frankly, I don't fucking want to. And I do want to see titties online. I like titties. Um, I don't think it's like good to restrict human um, artistic and social development because you believe that there's some kind of like um, old world social benefit 
to curtailing certain behaviors that are only harming society in direct ways that translate through human freedom. Also, the idea that people form loving relationships because pornography is not around, this isn't true at all. People love to jerk off about how like the relationships used to be better. That's not true even remotely. We have documentation that goes back to the literal Middle Ages about desperate women trapped with abusive men, um, about like um, uh, spousal violence. Uh, uh, spousal rape wasn't even a crime in the United States till a few decades ago. I'm pretty sure in good parts the Muslim world, it still isn't. So you like you see happy relationships because you deny the people who are victimized in them the ability to like divorce or express themselves in any way. It's easy from the top down when you look at statistics. Oh, look at the good people of, I don't know, Saudi Arabia, 0.01% divorce rate. Well, these women are like essentially like ball and chain to their house, you know? It's like the, these, these narratives, this is why I say narrativization, right? Because we're telling a story right now. It's like people who talk about how like, you know, oh, back in the Middle Ages, everyone lived together on a farm and they were happy. Like, no, they weren't. Like, things were miserable back then. We have to be critical about the way these institutions manifest because there are very strong social pressures that try to kind of coerce us into viewing them positively. It's almost like a fairy tale, right? At the end of the day, there are plenty of things that can get in the way uh, of a person and like a happy relationship or a marriage. Those factors have been present for basically all of human history. Some of them are less prominent today than they used to be. Some are more prominent. And I think the best way to handle this is to try to give people what they want and make people want to make the healthy choices for themselves rather than denying them the ability to make a choice at all. Because that thing, never like, works. If you if you give people whatever they want and appeal to their dopamine, um, you know, circuitry in the mind, um, then you can give a child all the candy it wants to eat and it'll love it. It'll be We're very not convenient. And well, let me finish because I, I let you give your piece, but the same kind of uh, thing can happen with adults, just like with drug usage, like drug usage is something that you want to reduce how you do that there are many different approaches that you can take you can take criminalization you can take educational programs Deep but everyone ev or whatever but you everyone recognizes that drug usage is bad and you don't just tell people that oh well you here's all the heroin that you want here's all the cocaine you want just practice enough willpower and that's going to solve the problem no that is a very destructive no, type of approach that's literally what we do wait that's the effective method yeah that's the no, reason even why in countries even in countries where um there's decriminalized drugs are decriminalized that doesn't mean that they're legal they're still no. illegal, but you just won't get get put in prison for them. So no, no. Functionally, they have. There are literally facilities, even in the United States, where if these people want to do heroin, the government will give them heroin. I think Sweden does this. This is good because it reduces the likelihood of them overdosing on low quality heroin. People don't want to be addicts. People want to live healthy and fulfilling lives. And the worst how do you way live? How do you live a happy and fulfilled life? I mean, well, you can't do it if you're addicted to something. So, you can't wait, do so, it if you are. You can't form meaningful relationships because you have no drive to do so. Your yes, you sex can. drive are... has been completely sapped because you're constantly masturbating. Just wait, like a on. child who is wait. constantly eating candy or donuts, okay, hold on. processed all, food is going to die. We're right? not and that's children. Why that's the harm. We're not children. Second of all, drug addicts uh, aren't children either. But we that, still yes, want to I agree. That's what I'm trying to, to get at. The no. usage of those drugs arresting people who are drug addicts has not lowered the rate of drug addiction. 
Instead, what you do is you give them a clean place to shoot up, you give them clean dope, and you give them access to medical care. This is, no matter how unintuitive it might seem, mathematically more effective at reducing drug overdoses uh, and drug addiction. Is, Portugal. My point, my point was simply that, look, I, I'm familiar with decriminalization. But this is but my, my point. point was, my, my point was very simple, that the drugs are still acknowledged as being harmful to society, and you don't want to just spread them widespread so that people can access them wherever they want or however they want. But with we pornography, about pornography it's, it's widely available. It's easily accessible. Anonymously, you can access it. So this has driven up the usage of it to astronomical levels. And people are not having sex as a result. Forget about marriage. The amount of uh, virgins the percentage of virgins under is, 34 has see, skyrocketed. This is what I mean about correlative and causative. There are other things happening right now that are making it difficult for people to get laid. But again, the point here causal, is like this. I wait, 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 please, please, please. I explained the this causal relation. I explained the causal right relation. Promise, Daniel, go ahead, Vosh, sure. and then I promise we'll come right back to you in just a moment, Daniel. Sure. This is a one-to-one -one thing. The best way to get people to live good lives is not to deny them the ability to make good choices. It's to incentivize the good choices. So you don't want to ban drugs because that doesn't really reduce drug usage that much for one. It has increased it for a couple of reasons in the States, at least. And for two, because you're not actually giving people the tools that they need to get in a better position that they would have been otherwise. You're still letting them languish in the conditions that incentivize drug use. In Portugal, they decriminalize drugs. You don't get arrested for doing drugs over there, but they keep an open door for rehabilitation. The goal then is to allow these people's better instincts to take over. If you arrest them, all they're going to do is stay a drug addict in prison. They get let out in the street, and the first thing they think of is, how do I get more drugs? Banning yeah, pornography will not make men act good. Men act horrible everywhere. OK, it might make them, I don't know, go out and rape more women. The uh, rise of Internet pornography has correlated with a significant reduction in the rate of sexual assault. So that's another thing to take into account. Um, but for the most part, you know, I think it's far better. Like if if you want like dudes to get their nut you know, off more, you, know what you don't want to just reduces? ban porn. You just want to like say, like, give them the tools, build like walkable cities, give them like local areas to congregate in, build a strong social network, Let's give them hot chicks to uh, talk to, you know, get over to Daniel. Go ahead. Yeah, so I mean, you're you look at a society where you have reduced the amount of meth and cocaine and heroin on the streets versus a society where that is increased. You have more meth, heroin, and cocaine on the streets, which is a better, healthier society. It's obviously the one that where there's less of the drug that people can abuse. Wrong. It's where that has nothing fewer, to do with this. Let me finish. That has nothing. You were addicts. Yeah. So people who don't have a source, they don't have access to the drug. They are going to withdraw from that drug because they have no choice. Like, this has nothing. This has no, nothing. No, no, no. I can't. All, I can't all, you. No, no. You this keep interrupting me. Work. James, come on. Man. <laughs> I, 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 I say, say quiet. Well, and then you chance to finish. I, we give you a I will. I apologize. It don't work. Maybe another 60 seconds for Daniel. Then we'll every, every government in the world tries to curb the import of these hard drugs. Yeah, there is a public health problem with drug addicts who are hooked on heroin, but all these governments want to uh, get to a situation where there are fewer people who are addicted to these kinds of drugs. And they take, they're just different strategies on how to do that because they recognize that at the end of the day, this is something extremely harmful. 
Pornography is also extremely harmful. It creates this kind of addiction. It changes the structure of the brain and it prevents people from marrying or getting into these kinds of pair bonds. It prevents family. And that's when we, why when we look at all of the statistics on the rate of the amount of people having sex, okay, forget about marriage, that has been plummeting. And you want, I, I agree with you completely that we can't make a simple uh, correlation and say, oh, this is because of pornography that is creating less sex. Um, but um, there is, there has to be some kind of connection because you can very easily see the causal chain between the lower sex drive because you're constantly ejaculating every single day People to are going to pornography. With or without porn. No, no, I, it, there's a difference. There's a super normal stimulus. When it comes to when it comes to pornography, that makes a huge difference. Okay, we're 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 doing the narrativization thing again. One more time to make it clear: drug prohibition fails. The alcohol prohibition in America in the 1920s. We're talking about morality. We're talking about morality. No, we're not. You keep jumping back and forth. Nobody gives a shit about your morality. We're talking about that's the whole topic of the debate. Nope. We're talking about how do you improve society? Whether or not you think something harmful. And by the way, I don't think porn's harmful. I don't think cupcakes are harmful. It's possible to have harmful relationships with them. I think that about video games and everything else. Um, there are literally most of the population looks at porn. Most of the population don't have a porn addiction. There are people with porn addictions. There are people with video game addictions. There are people with food addictions who have eating disorders. Um, I don't think that inherently makes the thing harmful. However, what we're really talking about here is prohibition. And there is just no indication that prohibition has been an effective tactic of making people's choices for them. It's the paternalist's answer, the easy answer. Funnily enough, the child's answer, because it's so simple. You don't like something, so you ban it. It works for well, child it porn. It, it works don't... for child porn. It works for many other things that people want to ban. It, this is it, what the first left of all, is we constantly still have wanting massive to ban guns. Wait, you want to ban all, guns or not? Like, we still does banning guns massive... actually reduce gun violence? Yes or no? I mean, so, there are on. many wait, things wait, that wait, the wait, government wait, 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 will, wait, wait, wait. I waited for you. I waited for you. First of all, when we're talking about stuff like um, banning actual real-world products and services, entirely different world. We're talking about media distribution and what people have access to. You were including stuff like just a, put, a lady putting her tits up on Imager, okay? This is some broadly distributed shit. Also, people don't have a general inclination towards child pornography. I'd like to believe that much about human society. But human beings have been replicating and consuming pornography for literally as long as we've been able to. And the majority of humans consume pornography. So in terms of like its widespread distributability, its prominence, this is an entire whole other scale. It's a lot like alcohol, something that's typically enjoyed, hopefully, by adults that almost all of them like or partake in to some extent or another, for which prohibition has failed historically. And it's funny you keep saying it's a morality issue when you're implicitly arguing in favor of the prohibition by with this, you know, gun ban or whatever. I think we society, have, so, okay, now you talk about- We have, sure, no, 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 sure. I, no, you need to, no, no, no. Prohibition, ain't gonna work. If you want people to make good decisions, you give them the tools to make those choices themselves. You want people to make the right choice because you've encouraged them socially. You've given them the tools. You don't want to just lock people's lives right in front of them and say, oh, well, all these other things would be detrimental to society, possibly somewhat in some abstract way. Should oh, sure, maybe you could have a drink of alcohol or maybe you could look at a lady's tits online and be fine. But some people wouldn't be fine. They might like it so much that they have a slightly bad relationship with it or possibly a very bad one. So the state will shoot you 
if you look at titties online or something to that effect. This is so a degree of abstraction which does not warrant state intervention. If you want folks to fuck, this is a give long them narrative. reasons to go outside and fuck. Well, the problem really is... really long narrative. Here, well, answer wait, this wait, question. Wait, hold on. I do, wait, first I, of all, I you don't get the right to complain about to long narratives. Flowing. Yeah, can we like have two minutes or something? Do, well, just, why can't we just talk like friends? Because you keep interrupting me, that's why. Well, you keep you keep going back to the narrativization, and you jumped in on no, me, no, and you brought you, up the gun bans, and I think that's incomparable, so I well, had to cut that down. No, it is comparable. Or if Ain't you want to limit it to speech. Gentlemen, forgive me. I hate to do this, but because it's something that we did for the first time ever tonight, I, I want to hear both of you guys' opinion on this. We put a poll in the chat to ask what particular topics people wanted to hear you guys touch on. So we can maybe do a quick refresher. And what we'll do is just one minute back and forth. So like literally I'll set it for a 60 second timer is first of our four topics. The one that actually came out on top was what about porn? Does it help lonely people? So want to hear from both of you on this. I'll give you 60 seconds each. We'll start with Vosh. Floor is all yours. Um, it's not necessarily whether it helps or doesn't help lonely people. It's more like it, it it can be potentially helpful. It's just a matter of how they interact with it, right? Like you could argue that like, um, is it helpful for a person who lives in poverty to see movies depicting like wealth and luxury? I don't know. Do they get something from it? Do they learn? Do they experience and understand? I think the individual should be given the opportunity to make the decision as to whether or not they should be consuming it. If they think it's harmful and keeping them from going out and getting real pussy, then then that's bad but like 99 percent of the people watching this right now are lonely would you appreciate the long arm of the state coming in and telling you what's good for you you got it daniel what about you in 60 seconds yeah so lonely people need motivation to go out and make social connections and right now technology is creating a situation where people have these pseudo relationships because of social media because of video games, because of these artificial communities that trick the brain into thinking that you are interacting socially with others, when in reality, it's just a poor substitute for the real thing. If people didn't have these kinds of substitutes, they would be actually motivated, as is human nature, to go and make connections with other people, to uh, pair bond, to get romantic with others, make friends, have a real community, have real social connection. That's what's been happening for the vast majority of human history. It's only now, is it is a coincidence that loneliness has been skyrocketing now that we have all of these pseudo relationships through social media, pornography, technology, and so forth. So should we ban the internet? I do want to jump into this next question because there were several topics. This next one was... Okay, oh, wait, this is Q&A well. section? This is Q&A session? Not or, yet. It's I... just like a speed round. I just wanted to reset you guys, to be honest. But it is. I did do the poll. It's this, you. this poll yeah. is real. So this poll, the second one is they asked, what about the treatment of the porn actors or actresses, whatever you want to call them, call them? Are they treated decently? We'll give you Vosh 60 seconds, and then we'll go to Daniel. No, of course not. We live under capitalism. Right now, a ton of the products that we use are literally made by, like, sweatshop workers and slaves around the world. No, of course not. Pornography is a particularly visible and sometimes very egregious example of a broader problem, which is the mistreatment of workers. Obviously, I want them to be treated as well as possible, and I would support legislation to enforce that. Daniel? I mean, if, if porn... Uh, actors and producers were treated like kings and royalty, that wouldn't change the moral argument that I'm making because it's still like my argument has nothing to do with like poor treatment. Are they actually poor, poorly treated? I don't know. Like maybe some of them are, maybe some of them aren't. Sex trafficking is an issue, as Vosh mentioned. 
So, but that has nothing to do with the morality of the argument. My whole argument is premised on this value that having healthy relationships, loving relationships between people and creating families, this is something necessary and important for society. And pornography cuts that and undermines that at every level. It sounds it sounds like earlier he was arguing in favor of banning the internet. So this like applies to so many things. So Vosh, then what about when it, you said porn is distributive media, you can't regulate it? What about regulating and censoring Nazi speech or the, this kind of extreme right speech? Like should I am we a firm believer in the First Amendment? Should this we actually, deplatform? This is a perfect perfect segue into. <laughs> Exactly, kind of maybe where you're going, Daniel, at least in one way, shape, or form. Another topic was where do we draw the line on different types of porn, in particular, whether it be age or whether it be animals, in the words of Jank, if the horse enjoys it, is it wrong? Oh, okay. No, I'll, yeah, I'll jump right into it. These are like, obviously, there's incredibly easy lines to distinguish. The di there's a huge difference between the question, what line should we draw on pornography when it comes to um, uh, its, its like content? And what line should we draw on its pornography when it comes to like the people or types of people involved and what was done to them? Like, for example, there's a pretty hard line you can draw for like snuff pornography where they kill somebody or something. You know, it's pretty easy. Like these lines are very clear. Um, I don't think it's at all comparable to like banning all pornography. They're so incomparable that it's kind of, like I, I don't think people understand. Like if anyone's on the fence about this, the logistics of even beginning to fathom what banning pornography would mean, in addition to having never worked anywhere in human history, uh, pornography is just something we sort of species produce, I, I suppose, our species being. But like where we draw that line it would be like the source of like the amount of government intervention we're talking hundreds of billions for online monitoring are we going to be doing fbi raids on people's houses because they have hard drives of their girlfriends like sex tapes that they took when they were 27 like fuck i don't know where these lines are drawn man but like holy shit it's not good for for like what because people are lonely you stupid shits would be lonely whether or not there was pornography people love to imagine that if they just had the government step in and get rid of this or that if you didn't have all the est folo femboy hentai to jerk off to you'd finally be living a decent life no you wouldn't well, everyone minute. likes to blame other well, minute, problems yeah. was it a minute i was getting into getting it you guys a minute 30 on that one <laughs> There's a little All bit right. left, Vosh, if you have any other types of porn you want to mention. You would be um, imagining the, the fucking femboy hentai in your head if you didn't have it online. The problem is with you, all right? Don't you go blaming internet pornography, you loser. Is that specifically to Daniel? or to No, 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 not him. I'm talking to the audience. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Come on, Daniel. All right, Daniel, we'll give you a same thing, a minute and a half. Yeah, I mean... Um... The whole question of where to draw the line, clearly you are drawing the line somewhere, but it seems quite arbitrary to the audience. Like, why shouldn't like snuff films where someone gets killed? If it's consensual, like the person maybe is su suicidal, euthanasia is legal in many countries. Why not just put it on film? And what would be the problem with that? Like it's consensual, adults consenting uh, and you videotape it. You have a snuff film. Why shouldn't that be allowed according to your morality or bestiality or necrophilia or any of these kinds of practices where do you draw the line so this is we something already have the line it's already there i want to give yeah so is oh, it justified the, the point is any, is I it want, justified and then, daniel if you wanted it otherwise we can go into yeah the but I, I really want um 
Vosh to, to when he keeps saying that, oh, this is impossible, we need billions of dollars. Look, there's all kinds of moderation that's currently used to ban all types of speech online. And Twitter and YouTube and Facebook, they have no problem with heavily moderating the content that is posted. And we're not even talking about videos. Anything that is put online that is objectionable, contrary to their TOS, gets taken down within minutes. Uh, so this is service. so this is something that is not difficult to do with technology and especially with artificial intelligence. But you seem to have this kind of fallacy that it's either everything completely or it's nothing. Why you're can't there be? Why everything. can't there be? Why can't there be a, a middle line? But you're you're denying that it's even possible. Wait, where's the wait? No, I asked you where the line was, and you didn't give me one. If you want to give me a midline, if you if I think it's impossible, then correct me. Where would you draw the line of pornography? I don't know when it comes to the technological ability to to limit it you're saying that it's impossible to technologically prevent all forms of pornography from the internet therefore nothing can be done but this is a fallacy okay fine maybe 100 it can't be moderated but what about 50 percent? what about we 70 percent? you could curtail moderated. it you could curtail it but i don't think you could keep it yeah. out of the hands of people who want to see it i know that because there are plenty of that's reports. fine on countries that have banned pornography, like Iran, that's st that's still like all the dudes there look at porn, like that's all the fine. time. You can curtail it. That's the only point that you, I'm making that you're conceding to. You but it can doesn't. But it doesn't it. change the outcome if they all it come does. Look at if pornography you anyway. If you curtail it, you are reducing the amount of usage. Just like so, deep platform. Do you think deep so platforming so, works? Do you think so deep platforming works? That's terms of service not about the first no, amendment i'm okay with twitter works. banning people not with the state arresting you for looking at titties if so do you think that do you think titties, twitter banning blogger. twitter banning the extreme right won't that just mean that the extreme right can find other ways to okay wait hold on i'm trying i'm trying to be civil but you're actually okay it is I'm not trying to trigger you this is a right, simple wait, example you're not wait you are triggering me because i'm allergic to retards okay hold on for a second the idea that there is any parallel between the state criminalizing all forms of pornographic nudity across the entire internet in a world where the internet servers are hosted broadly, that that has any bearing on Twitter TOS is insane. There is no comparison between these things. And I know, and by the way, I just want to point out, I said this at the beginning, okay? You don't actually care about the effects pornography has in society. You're religious. I do. Your no, opposition, I do. no, your opposition is principle. No. If I could find it a is principled, but it's stop. also based on My, society so, no, no, no. and effects on it's society. Like, let's bring it into 60 seconds. Go ahead. Bosh. It's principle first. If there were studies indicating, for example, that uh, the presence of gay people doesn't detriment uh, like society in any way, you would still be homophobic. And I've seen your site. I know you are. You're not evidence driven, which is why you abuse evidence when you attempt to use it. I porn cited plenty not, of porn evidence. Porn is One not second. harmful you cited for the vast majority of people. You Wait, what citations have you made here? Porn Should is not harmful for the vast majority of people who consume it. Plenty of it people is. have harmful relationships with stuff that you see all around the world, like video games or food. We have studies on the effects these things have on the brain. Your argument earlier was essentially one that indicated we should just ban the entire internet. The way we form these relationships online, like parasocial relationships with streamers, these do contribute to loneliness. Do you want to ban streaming? Should we just ban the entire internet? Should we go back to eating nothing more than grain and vegetables? If you want to make the argument that the fruits of modernity can lead people towards unhealthy relationships, 
works with media and with products. I agree. But I don't think humans are children. I think that we're capable of making decisions for ourselves. And the data backs me because prohibition don't yeah. work. It has nice. never led to positive outcomes. Daniel, 60 seconds. Wait, how come he gets as much time as he needs, but I get 60 seconds? I just gave him 60 me... seconds, I can assure you. <laughs> uh, like, I, I really did. Okay, sounded like a lot more than that. But look, the state is constantly uh, threatening criminal and civil liability for all kinds of speech, uh, ex including when it comes to political speech. That's something found in plenty of liberal societies, including the U.S. Um, you have the government directly involved with many of the social media platforms that uh, you have the white Biden White House actually trying to restrict people's speech on social media. The government has had no problem restricting speech that it deems to be harmful and bad. And that kind of restriction is justified because they say that this is posing a severe societal harm. Therefore, we are justified in curbing it. Now, whether you want to disagree whether the speech that is being curbed is harmful or not, uh, that's a separate question. But the logic there, the liberal logic that you can ban things that cause significant societal harm, that is sound. It's shared amongst liberal societies. It's shared amongst Islamic societies and Muslim societies. So if we determine that porn is harmful, and I've made a clear argument on why it is without appealing to anything other than the, the value of marriage, the value of love and companionship and family, Those then, empirical metrics. then th yeah, plenty of empirical studies to justify that then that would be something that should be also curbed, whatever way that would be, whatever kind of laws could cool. curb that. That's a separate discussion. Wash for 60? Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's, it's just, it's simply not the case. People like to fearmonger over pornography in particular, but all of these arguments apply to all of these products of modernity to varying extents that's why he won't answer like directly should we ban the internet or whatever all these arguments he wants to talk about the effects of ejaculation people are jerking off without porn you know you want to talk about the effects of people like forming emotional pair bonds with people they're not in direct relationship with say hello to dancers models tv actors and actresses and people you see out there on the street you want to talk about infidelity we have plenty of evidence to indicate that infidelity goes back way the fuck before internet porn does people fearmonger because again people are like lonely and desperate and they're looking for any opportunity they can get to like find the problems with their life and people who want simple solutions to those problems will always defer to the authoritarian answer they'll say what if the government just banned it? But when you grow up and look at the actual effects of prohibition worldwide, you see pornography and rape is incredibly common in the Muslim world. You see um, that the United States war on drugs hasn't led to a decrease in drug usage and has made the problem worse and has been very expensive. Uh, the criminalization of alcohol, like increased alcohol consumption. When you realize like these problems are complicated, you understand that humans are complicated and you can't just pull them along the right social path by the nose. You have yeah. to give them the incentives to do well. Daniel? Yeah, I just want to note, you keep saying that the Muslim world is filled with rape. You know, I think that this is an Islamophobic talking point that I hear from the far right. I didn't expect to hear it so much from Bosch. It's kind of disturbing how much you keep saying this trope about Muslims being rapists. It's common in misogynistic countries. Okay, this is, this is interrupting again. But yeah, I'm just pointing out that you sound exactly like the far right. Um, when it comes to banning alcohol and prohibition, no, these things do have a positive effect. Uh, this is actually a myth that prohibition led to, was a failure. Prohibition did lead to organized crime and the, things like speakeasies, but the overall drinking went down in society. It was a positive effect that 
the government decided that alcohol was causing a problem, it's harmful, and they prohibited it. And the actual usage of alcohol went down. That's that's a positive result if you accept that alcohol is harmful. This whole debate is not about prohibition. Uh, you keep wanting to make it about and, prohibition, and you bring all these straw men. Uh, but when it comes to uh, reducing the harm, it's something that's harmful. Therefore, it should be done. So this is so this is fantastic. No. Alcohol consumption fell at the very beginning of prohibition, but it only took a couple of years for it to increase um, uh, massively from that point um, to the point where it was literally reaching. Huh? Why would that happen? Because people like alcohol. So why would it increase beyond what it was? Because people wanted to get drunk. It because people like drinking. They like fun. They like big titties. Obviously. Um, not why would the rate go up beyond its initial level? Did it gets a chance to make his one minute? I know it's so hard here. Not only did it not work in like curtailing alcohol consumption, like, ah, yes, we criminalized it countrywide, brought it from 100% to 90%. Job well done, boys. We only created modern organized crime, spent billions of dollars of government money, got a lot of people killed. Yeah, good. Job well done, lads. Nothing has changed and everything is worse. Um, no, this is ridiculous. Um, and it, it's, 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 um, I don't know. It's just, it's it's just the authoritarian mindset. It's just, you know, well, a thing bad, uh, I think thing bad, uh, therefore and get rid of it. Should we get rid of gaming, live streaming? Tell me, I... should my job be illegal? Good, yeah. yeah, I mean, you, you keep repeating the same kind of point. Like, yes, things that are uh, addictive, like gaming, like these apps that hook you in um, because they have taken advantage of your dopamine receptors, that should be made illegal. Uh, all banning child do. porn, banning no, the, all games do not do that. Playing like, for example, Super Super Mario Brothers is not the same as playing Fortnite. Fortnite has been designed to be as addictive as possible using technology and science that did not exist when you know Ping or Pong came out. People get the video Atari. game addictions. So this games. is so the point being that um, you're not an authoritarian if you decide to ban child pornography. This is something that society has determined to be harmful, and the government takes action to ban it because it is harmful. That doesn't make you an authoritarian. You're just begging the question when you're constantly saying that, oh, we shouldn't we shouldn't ban these things uh, because banning will never work. Clearly, banning does work. Governments put laws in place all the time to legally restrict people from things that they want to do or they desire to do. That's a part of a legal system. You're basically denying the possibility of laws. I love you, James. Um, you know, interestingly, the thing that led to the biggest decrease of um, child pornography production and child abuse wasn't making child porn illegal. I don't even know when that that would have happened like a long time ago, I guess. the In fact, child abuse, like child sexual abuse, was much higher back during the 1970s and 80s. The thing that made it decrease wasn't actually making it illegal. It was already illegal. The thing that made it decrease was the Me Too movement precursors. Obviously, the Me Too movement was like 2016. But the... Um, the the idea of like taking people seriously when they talk about like the experiences of abuse they've had or like like listening to kids if they say or like giving sex education to younger people because it would help them identify if they're being abused behavior like that was the actual most effective metric in bringing down the abuse of children which i I suppose you find funny because i hear you laughing um but your your amusement at the concept of children being abused aside um the actual thing that brought it down it wasn't just the law 
Because at the end of the day, the law is a very ineffective, clumsy tool. The best thing you do is to create social pressures and cultural incentives that lead people towards good behaviors. Law can be supplementary. I don't think the existence of pornography warrants it in any case. I don't think it's even remotely comparable in harm. Again, might as well ban all video games because video game addictions have existed for as long as they have. It's not like loot boxes were the beginning of video game addictions. Live streamers form parasocial relationships, but hell, so did TV stars, you know? Depending on where you want to draw the line, your arguments are an excuse to ban everything. But the best results always come not from the authoritarian measure, but the considered measure. How do we address these problems substantively? How do we correct the... Yes, James, I give it to you. Yeah, I mean, this whole thing has been a straw man. Like, when did I say that only have authoritarian measures, quote unquote? Yeah, I agree. Have social programs, have all kinds of deterrence to prevent people from using this kind of material. No problem. But the whole argument is should be about the whole debate should be about whether it is harmful. And I've made an argument about why it is harmful. And all you can do is revert back to this lame straw man argument that, oh, it's impossible to ban it. So your whole position is ridiculous. Like this is a straw man. Yeah, I agree. Have all kinds of social programs. Child porn is it's you're absolutely right. It's not just uh, decreasing because of the law. It's also the huge social stigma that's associated rightfully so with that kind of practice. Why can't pornography have the same social stigma in addition to banning it, in addition to preventing people from accessing it so that they actually go out and form these kinds of relationships, have happy marriages and families and 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 flourish like human beings are meant to do yeah. so instead of being sitting in front of a screen uh, uh, masturbating all day. So, right. So should we ban the video games sitting in front of a screen playing video games all day? Video yeah, addictive game games. Yes. Yes. No, no, addictive no, no, no. Games, yes. that, no you keep that? doing it. All games have the ability to incite that psychological response. No, no not. No, no, no. no show me the study no, that shows you that. Can't, you can't walk by this, okay? All forms of media can, but video games, because they're interactive, have a higher potential to elicit this response. You keep acting like any time any person sees any pornography, that pornography is designed to be maximally addictive. And we're talking like some chick with fat titties posting them on Twitter or something. You keep exacerbating the effect of pornography relative to other things that can cause addiction responses. You're lying. No. Pornography has a prominent effect, but so do interactive mediums like video games. Plenty of people have video game addictions. A lot of people watching have video game addictions. I might be willing to argue more people watching this right now through my audience have video game addictions than pornography addictions. But when I ask you, should we ban video games? Your answer is, oh, only the addictive ones. But you haven't delineated yeah. the difference between addictive and non-addictive porn. So you're lying right uh, now. You no, want to no. ban all games. I'm not lying. Look, if it's shown that playing Super Mario Brothers is going to prevent people from getting married and is going to prevent them from having sex and is going to prevent them from reproducing in the same way that pornography does, then I'll gladly concede ban Super Mario Brothers in the same way that you ban pornography. I mean, this is not a problem for my argument. Um, you want to look at studies that talk about porn addiction or the porn. The thing is, it we don't talk about like um, recreational use of crack cocaine. Pornography is the same thing. Taking one hit is enough to get you hooked, especially <laughs> since most people, since most children are there at an average age of 10 years old, right? They're just, they just come across a website play video and, that elicits, and that elicits a curiosity 
that the child wants to consume or seek out more and more pornography. And when they have access to phones and tablets and the internet, that that's where the addiction comes from. Uh, but the initial hit, okay, is the same and kind of hit as time. a kind of hardcore drug. Just reminds me, I do want to jump into this because this is the last one on our poll. So earlier I mentioned what are subtopics that people want to see you guys address. We'll give you 60 seconds each for this topic as well. Oh, can I respond to that and then get to what you're saying? No, no. You... <laughs> Daniel says no. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to respond to your final word either. How about we yeah, come just back remember, to it if you'd like here, to remember? Can I, can, I, can I just say one sentence? One sentence, sure. He, he sounds like a fucking dare officer. Everything he said there could apply to video games. Just one hit when you're 10. Oh, yeah. Super Mario Bros. A lot of those people ended up getting game addictions. It's the same thing. He's just playing it up. Yeah, go take a go give a hit of crack to a 10 year old. Like we're talking about games. It, it is the same. We must. I hate to do this. We, we must jump. This one is on whether or not porn might negatively affect relationships. So let's say it's a monogamous relationship. And let's say they're committed to each other. Is that so? Let's say, yeah, old fashioned. They're committed to each other. They're not open. Uh, they're not swinging or anything like that. What do you guys think? Vosh first. Um, I think it depends on the relationship. It can be harmful depending on their standards. But I think a healthy relationship should be accommodating of porn use. Um, the idea that like anytime you look at porn, it like makes you think less of your partner or whatever. I don't buy that shit. Um, the idea that it's like cheating your partner, I don't buy that shit. Again, like it's people's preferences. You should respect your partner's preferences and talk about it and, you know, find out what you're both okay with and, and the relationship if you're not. But like, I don't know. I, it's it, like so many people consume porn. It seems like it's easier these days to just be like, oh, well, you like porn. Well, I like porn. Like maybe we can jerk each other off while we look at porn together someday or whatever. It's, you know, it's like a sex toy, except it's on the screen. Who cares? Got it. Daniel? Yeah, so there's a study that actually addresses this uh, from 2011, viewing sexually explicit materials alone or together, associations with relationship quality published in the Archives of Sexual Behavior. Quote, individuals who watched porn alone reported twice the rate of cheating on their partner in comparison to couples who didn't watch porn at all. Individuals who viewed porn alone and with their partner reported three times the rate of cheating. Um, so there are many, many studies on this. Does viewing pornography reduce marital quality over time? Evidence from longitudinal data, also archives of sexual behavior. Uh, pornography and relationship quality, establishing the dominant pattern by examining pornography use and 31 measures of relationship quality in 30 national surveys. So all of these studies show that pornography use is associated uh, and sometimes even causally linked to decreasing relationship quality and also cheating, like where this is not a swinging couple. This is a couple where, um, you know, the one part party is doing something extramarital on the side. So this is this is not the kind of stable relationships that the relationship that leads to a happy, stable society. Time sounds correlative to me. No, longitudinal studies are not correlative. Longitudinal studies can absolutely be correlative. They don't intrinsically demonstrate causation. Look, everything is correlative. It's like correlative, correlation does not prove causation, but there are indications of causation that are shown through experimentation, longitudinal studies. It's not just cross-sectional. Cross yeah, that's no, what you so do in science. You do experiments to show that a correlation is highly probably causing 
the phenomenon. In They're not doing experiments on people's levels of infidelity related to porn usage. I don't know what kind of experimental model. I didn't say. I didn't say it's experimental. The then why are we talking about? I cited are longitudinal. It's looking that, at okay, over time. That doesn't mean they're causative. I would need to look at that. Again, I can't like live react to all these studies here. But um, the one you said there, it sounded like it was correlative. I would need to look at it. I'm telling you, longitudinal studies are not purely Also, I think it's the right of those people if they want to look at porn, even if it ends the relationship. I, as, a, as a freedom lover myself, you know, if you want people to have good relationships, you can't just have the state hold a gun to their head and go, don't engage in any behaviors that might compromise the, the legitimacy of this social institution. No, if you want people to have good relationships, that has to be born out of their individual free will. They have to choose to act in the good way towards each other. Yeah, um, but you want to help them make the right decision by having kind of social conventions. And yeah, that's another laws. big problem with, yeah, social conventions go hand in hand with laws. But I mean, most of society. I just said state holding a gun to your head. That's what I, when I say law, I mean state hold. When I say the state holding a gun to your head, I mean law. Um, it's not, you're not choosing the right decision. You're not even making a decision if the state has a gun to your head. How's that so decision? You, so you don't think that it is bad for people to have the right to cheat on their spouse but do you think that of on course a, people should have the right to cheat on their spouse so but on a mass level like a societal level do you think here are two societies society a you have um a, a low rate of extramarital affairs and cheating and society b where there is a high rate comparatively high rate of ex extramarital affairs and cheating which is the better society the first one because they're free Freedom means the freedom equal. to make they're bad choices. E that freedom means the freedom to make mistakes. That's what freedom is. We're not clockwork We're dolls. Just looking, this isn't the Sims. We no, have no, you didn't the answer the question. You didn't answer. One society has like 10% cheating and another society has 50% cheating. Are they both which free? They're equal in every single way. It every oh, so, way. so they're both. So in one society, so there's no law against cheating in either. There's no difference between the two societies. Exactly the same in every, in terms of laws and terms of social conventions. Everything is the same. Well, then is, I suppose it would be better to not cheat. It seems like a rude why? thing to do to your partner. Why? Because it's rude. <laughs> it's yeah. Rude. Yeah, because it's rude to your partner because you have standards for your because relationship. It's like a kind of understatement to say that. No, that's it. That's on. it. It's rude. Yeah, it's rude. It's like a violation of their trust. Yeah, it's rude. Yeah, violation of trust is something serious. But the, but the point yeah, is that you're you're acknowledging that the the society with lower extramarital affairs is better. Well, guess what? Porn usage will increase the amount of extramarital affairs in society. That's interesting because I'm looking at a study right now which indicates that. Hold on. Across these samples, we found consistent evidence that partners who watch pornography together report higher relationship and sexual satisfaction than partners who do not. Notably, this association was not moderated by gender. So this is um, <clears throat> this is um, associations between relationship quality and pornography use depend on contextual patterns of use within the couple. Kohut et al. Um, and it seems like, so the problem is like a lot of the stuff you've said to me feels kind of like sussy. I bet if I look through your studies, I'd be able to tear a few of them apart because I have the... Um, the degree to do so but like just looking through some of this modern stuff like the idea like one hit of looking at porn at 10 will ruin your life and you won't be able to fucking love like the degree of narrativization that you've engaged in here indicates to me that obviously like these studies are a means to an end for you well you're um, talking about like small effects like yeah i can agree that you uh, one 10 year old or two 10 year olds exposed to pornography they're not never going to be able to get married they're never going to be able to have family no that's that's definitely possible 
but we're talking about not just one or two people. We're talking about millions, hundreds of millions. And that creates a cumulative effect that has an impact on the character well, of society. According to this, watching porn together makes the relationship better. So do you think it should be illegal to not watch porn together with your partner? I so now, that, so now, there's, there's now that we found evidence that watching porn with your partner is good for society, you should be in favor of the state forcing you to jerk off together with your partner while watching like, um, like, like some girl getting like spit roasted, right? Oh, you have like one study I cited three, but look, I'll acknowledge that there is going to be studies that will, you know, point out what you just read. But look, the means to an end. Right. But I will contend and I can back this up that there are more studies to, that show the detrimental effect. Like initially, you know, the science was out on whether smoking is bad for you or not. You could find studies that said smoking was actually great, would make your life so much better if you smoke are, 10 times a day. Are you seriously comparing? So that's, yeah, I am comparing. But In your fact, studies I would say pornography older. is much more harmful than smoking, actually. <laughs> I, go, I go that far. Okay, I, I know you would because you sound like a dare officer, like one hit of porn and your life is over. Like you, you're coming again, like this is what I mean. The empirics for you are a means to an end. Like you, all the studies in the world could indicate that it's beneficial for society and you would oppose it, right? Um, for, so like, what? Wait, like, what's out of curiosity, point? how do you feel about gay couples adopting children? Even no, though no, what's, your, what's your point? Like what's your literally point? Literally all I'm not data here to be indicates. In no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Right? don't get it triggered. Literally all data indicates that the outcomes for a gay couple adopting children are the same as a straight couple. There's no harm to the kid, no social harm, no like weird problems with that. But you're opposed to it, aren't you? Because your religion tells you to. The empirics for you are a convenient secondhand justification for biases you hold anyway. I bet if I took a look through your studies, we'd find they look, weren't as causal as you think they are. Yeah, I mean, that's a great argument to, you know, I don't know what it's just. I can, uh, you know, when it comes to questions about these kinds of social issues, this is something that we can do like a careful reading of the studies and have of the a Quran. extended Yeah, we could look at the Quran for answers, I know. No, no, I, I think that I've established that the empirical studies, like I've laid down a very clear argument. I've pointed to research studies. I've named some of them. People can look it up on their own and try to verify whether I'm wrong or, or not. Or whether you're right, but the data is all there, and you want to say, "Oh, the you, this is just a means. This is just a means to an end." So what? Like address you, the argument. Can you answer the address, gay adoption? Address the argument. Wait, okay. can you just out of curiosity? Can you answer the gay adoption question? Are you okay with I've, gay couples? I've answered children? this on my website, MuslimSkeptic.com. What does it say? I've answered on YouTube. Like, do you want me to start interrogating you about your statements about child okay, pornography? Okay, I, I know what your answer is. You want, so do you again, want me to do that? The empirics you are secondhand. Well, for you me, me, empirics, to... for, you can interrogate me or whatever. For me, empirics are I try not hand. to do that. Like, I try to be the, uh, the decent point, and respectable in the, this the debate and not bring up at. these kinds of points the that point are not that related they're not it's related not to the topic of indecency. When you're having a discussion on stuff like this, which is really complicated, like I, I don't want to be clear, my positions on this are strong, but the subject is very complicated. Oh well, all this child is porn is more related to this topic of debate than gay adoption. If you want to have a have, debate, if you want to have a debate we, on gay we adoption, talked I'm about, happy to have that. Okay, you want to yeah, you want a debate on that? Wait, no, I'm trying to answer. I'm, wait, I'm trying to answer your thing. So the um. These, these, this subject is really, really complicated. And people have the ability to narrativize and bias their perspective in a lot of ways. Like even like researchers do this all the time. So it's important to understand where people come at their arguments from. And I think in your case, it's important to know that for you, like the empirics don't matter. You could be lying about doesn't everything matter for you you're either. saying empirically. It doesn't matter for you either. 
but it wouldn't matter because your actual source of reasoning is coming from another okay. place. What if There's all another, the studies? Um, what motivator. if all the studies showed that gay adoption is actually like horrifically abusive to children? What if all the studies showed that? Would you then say that we have to ban gay adoption? Well, why would they um, be harmful to the children? Well, wait, it, why? We're just, I'm just stipulating that all the studies show that gay adoption is extremely harmful. Would you then ban gay adoption? Wait, but why is it harmful? Wait, that's, I'm just stipulating that depends that. My, wait, that, that determines my answer. That's no, it important. doesn't. Uh, it's wait, a very no, it simple does. question. Yeah. All well, the studies you, show, imagine, you, imagine you this approach impossible. every question with imagine, a cudgel. You're like, ban, this, don't ban, don't ban. You can't, don't you can't answer the Q&A shortly. You can't <laughs> answer a simple question. Wait, if I do, all can the you studies, just answer why it's harmful? Just imagine this fantasy world, this impossible world, where all of the studies show that gay adoption is empirically harmful to children. Would what, you support banning gay adoption? Why can't you answer? Because there's critical context missing. Because of means to an end. What you're revealing Right empiricism now. is just a means to an what end. What you're revealing you, right now is, what you're is revealing, that you don't actually what you're care. Wait, James, you don't actually care. All right, James. given that you're each speaking at the same time, nobody That's can hear James, either of you. And this Please is where the audience me. will feel mercilessly I, I only me. want to say, I think this is indicative of his thought process because to him, whether he likes or doesn't like something has nothing to do with why it is. He is same the simple you. mind of an authoritarian. He approaches it same with a hammer, you, you see? It doesn't actually Daniel. matter why it is the way it is. It's just whether you like it or don't like it. And I think it's kind of revealing that you wouldn't care what the context of why something is bad is. Oh, we just stipulated for the sake of argument and you couldn't answer the question. If gay adoption was proven in some hypothetical world to be very harmful to children, it should be very easy for a normal person who is guided by the empirics and is not guided by some kind of politically correct ideology or liberal ideology to say that, well, given that all the studies show that this is harmful, this practice is harmful, let's ban it. But you were not Why willing to say that. Matters. You were not okay, willing to say that. Can I ask you a question to help you understand? The existence of Muslims in America causes hate crime. Should we ban Muslims in America? Uh, can you repeat that? Sorry. The existence of Muslims in America, allowing them into this country, allowing them to be here, causes hate crimes. Hate crimes exist because Muslims are here. Should we ban Muslims from being in America? Uh, but why are the hate crimes caused? Is it because of the Muslims or is it because of Islamophobes? Mm, you're wondering, but you can't you can't ask me to clarify, can you? Because that would defeat the whole point. No, you're realizing the gay, now, the gay adoption, the gay problems. adoption. Look, uh, OK, fine. Fair enough. Ah, uh, it's uh, getting tough. No, it's not getting tough. The gay adoption causes harm because the, the gay couples are abusing the children. That's why they're harmed. Oh, I figured that. But why are they <laughs> abusing the children? They just have this hatred of children. If gay couples had an intrinsic hatred of children, then yes, I agree. Maybe it should be bad. Um, I don't think that's true, though. Yeah, or, I mean, for any other factor, like the children are being harmed because of gay adoption, whether well, it's like the lifestyle of the gay couple or gay couples happen to be more violent or whatever it might be. Hypothetically, you would support people bullying their kids it. for having a gay, um, gay, gay parents. But it's not that in this hypothetical scenario. Uh, so the reasons matter, yeah? If gay people were inherently, like, more violent or so, they, yeah, you could talk about that. That's fantasy stuff. But, um, uh, 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 yeah, but the reason matters, you know? The real reason historically, you know, like, a lot of bad outcomes associated with the gays, it's been because people treat the gay people bad, right? Same with Muslims in America, you know? It's not them committing the crimes. People do hate crimes against Muslims. So it's the reasons why bad outcomes are happening like the product of what incentives you know that matters a lot to me yeah but in this scenario like 
the gay adoption is causing harm to children. You can well, say because children reality, need both a, not, of a mother and father. Uh, children, you know, gay, in, gay in, people in have our to fantasy example. In reality, yes. however, everything's fine. This is purely hypothetical. There of are course. no research studies that I know of that show this. But in this hypothetical example, you would be for banning gay adoption. In a hypothetical fantasy world where things were different than the way they are, then I would have different positions on the subject, yes. Thankfully, in the yeah. real world, where there is no harm, I do support gay adoption, and you... Right. I'm happy to debate you, Vosh, on this topic. James, I think we're ready for the Q&A. We're, we're ready for another debate. Juicy. We're going to jump into the Q&A. I want to say, folks, a couple of things. In particular, our guests are linked in the description. So you have been exposed to their views, and you might be like, hey, you know what? I want to learn more about their views. You can click on their links in the description box right now, including the description box for the podcast, as we put all of our debates for Modern Day Debate onto the Modern Day Debate podcast. And we put all of our guest links there as well. If you haven't yet, pull up your favorite podcast app and find us as, hey, Let's say you're driving to work, and if you, like me, I'm in Fort Collins, Colorado. I drive through spots where all of a sudden I don't have data. So it's nice to have it downloaded beforehand, and it's 100% ad-free. We don't make a dime off the podcast. We just hope it's a value for you. This one coming in from Satanic Cabal says, I must ask up front, what are the thoughts of Vosh and Daniel on furry porn? Stuff is fine. Art isn't it. It sure promotes artistic development for one. Um, it's the, um, greatest product of our generation in reality. Like the furry stuff, isn't that new people have been, have like incorporated anthropomorphized humans into mythology for longer than we have like writing, you know, um, Shinto Japan, um, you know, the Greek and Norse gods are constantly turning into swans and fucking people. Um, Loki turned into a female horse. I, it's a whole thing, you know? Um, I don't know. It, I think it's fun, you know, whatever. Also they draw really good porn cause the dicks are always really big, you know, that's important. Daniel, would you agree? That sounds degenerate to me. You got it. Thank you. For Very much. empirical answer. Short and sweet. You to have heck you says shout out to Sideshow Nav and Let's Farm. Great mods. Great mods indeed. And I saw there were some people getting banned in the chat. As a reminder, folks, we do follow YouTube Terms of Service. So any sort of attack on a group is going to get you banned immediately. No warnings. If you are harassing one of the speakers, such as if you're making fun of Vosh's appearance, Depending on how malicious it is, we'll give you the hand. Nah, hand. let him do it. Let him rip. We'll, we'll give you, a, depending on how malicious, if it, if it really looks like you're really going for the throat, we'll say, hey, can you chill out? Otherwise, you know, if it's something uh, loose, you know, yeah, like he said, let it rip. But in the yes, I agree, though. Thanks very much for saying that. Sideshow Nav, Let's Farm, and the other mods do a great job, as we do want to follow the ter terms of service for YouTube. The coolest... FR says for Daniel, if authentic Islamic Hadith agreed and basically said, quote, porn is good, would you change your entire argument? I'd be Muslim. If, if the Hadith like said that, like if, if God commanded something, then, you know, that's, we would follow God's commands. So God says, for example, that um, it is moral and permissible to marry multiple women that's considered something very disturbing and, and disgusting to certain cultures but that's something that god has permitted there are all kinds of arguments or wisdoms that you can point out to why this is a good practice 
uh, for example, you know, in all kinds of societies that don't have polygamy, higher status men inevitably have mistresses, they inevitably cheat on their wives. But in Islam, it allows higher status men who have more wealth, who have more influence, whatever, they have the option of marrying multiple women who agree to marry that person. So, you know, this is something that gives leeway to men, higher value men in society within Islamic societies. So we can talk about the wisdoms of that. But at the end of the day, it goes back to what, well, what did God allow us to do? And in the case of polygamy, God has allowed men to have multiple wives. If God had commanded something else related to whatever topic that you want to imagine, then we would follow that as well. You got it. Thank you very much for this question. Coming in from Mr. Monster says, I believe the said topic is actually helpful for the human body. For stress relief and easing of sexual tension, the more you bottle it up, the worse it gets. Daniel, agree? Yeah. Yeah. So ejaculation is something that's necessary. And ejaculating with your uh, loving wife or if you're a woman and having an orgasm with your loving husband, that produces a kind of hormonal response that is really beneficial for your relationship. It creates these feelings of companionship and pair bonding that doesn't happen with masturbation. So yes, ejaculation uh, is necessary biologically. It's important. It helps with all kinds of endorphins and, and feelings of happiness. Uh, it's just that much better when it's when you have a person to do it with. I don't, um, I don't disagree with that at all. I just like a reminder that um, if you want to just like quickly boil some ramen so that you can just have it real quick while doing some homework, like that's food, but it doesn't feel that good. But if you make like a nice home cooked meal and you have it with a friend, then there are lots of social receptors in your brain that pair bond uh, either in a romantic or social sense and make it better there. I'm just pointing out like this phenomena exists in almost everything we do. Sex is a social activity, of course. So a lot of the um, exacerbating factors associated with it versus like doing the solo version on your own, um, like those are going to be present for a lot of different things. Uh, we literally do like release different brain chemicals when we're like hanging out with a friend, having a good meal. Uh, than if we're just eating on our own, you know, it's just it, you be with people. <laughs> That's the lesson, right? Be with people, you know, but I don't think you're I don't think the best way to get people to have meals with others is to like deny them the home ramen, you know, like you, you can't you can't be like, um, all right, well, it's better for you to go eat with another person. So fucking starve until you do, you know, I am. Well, that's uh, not the correct analogy, though. It's not like comparing eating food with masturbating, like pornography is creating this super normal stimulus. You should compare like eating out with friends versus staying at home and eating like a highly addictive processed uh, superfood that has been generated in a lab. Yeah, uh, Is that better? Like, that you're, If you keep having that, if you keep eating that kind of processed food, that's going to prevent you from going out and seeking those social relationships. That's yeah, the I don't whole, want the that's state the whole, to ban that's the, the ramen. That's the, correct, that's the correct analogy with pornography. So the state should ban that superfood, highly engineered product. They should ban that. Okay, the ramen is, though. Those little squiggly ramen packets are literally a product of millions of dollars of um, agricultural and food engineering. The little powder that you add to the water, like, this isn't just some, like, home recipe or whatever. Scientists worked in it, you know? I don't want the government to barge in, kick down the door, and go, like, no, it's better for society if you can't have the MSG packet or whatever. You know, fuck that. Ha! That'd be... And uh, that sucked. That ramen got me through college. Yeah, if it prevented people from actually forming these kinds of relationships, the government would 
be justified in banning it. Uh, I know. Like with the Mario Brothers and everything else good in the world. This yeah. one coming in from, do appreciate your Stop question. Man. Oh, Flamio says, my religion, Discordianism, mandates pornography. Daniel, I don't believe in the super normal. I think that they're a troll. Mr. Monster says, not everyone out here wants to be in a relationship or have a partner. And if those people have sexual tension, they should be able to relieve themselves. This is a lot like the last one that they just said in terms of like relief rather than bottling it up. If you want a lot of coomers in the chat. Do it like how your ancestors did. Find a, get a telescope and find an open window from a lower rise apartment and peep on some lady. Okay. That's your pornography and the, um, the uh, Giga Chad Muslim future. Oh, wait, right? that's, that's allowed. That's allowed in your according to your morality. Too. No, that's not allowed. Right. That's voyeurism. <laughs> it was a, it was a joke. Just want to make sure. Just want to make sure. The angry Canuck says Billy Ellish said porn destroyed her brain. Discussion done. Addiction should be discouraged, but not stigmatized. Incels and leftists need help. I pl I played like. A hundred hours of underrail in like ten days. Uh, I know addiction destroys your brain. Just being an adult means learning to work through these things. <laughs> the state can't come in and solve every problem. You can't you can't stub your toe on the step up to the loft in your in your house, and then like you you call the government, and have the fucking cop show up and shoot it. You know you it, it, we we have the potential to form unhealthy relationships with a ton of stuff. You know it's not just porn. It's always been like this. Um, it, we have to form strength of character. We have to form the social relationships that allow us to overcome these these adversities. This one from Malavia. Thanks for your, says, as a former meth and heroin addicted person, porn is nowhere near as addictive nor destructive as drugs. Daniel. I can read you the studies that will disagree with that. Let me quote it for you right now. Okay, Neuroscience of Internet Pornography Addiction, a review and update. The review leads to the conclusion that internet pornography addiction fits into the addiction framework and shares similar basic mechanisms with substance addiction. Another paper, Neuroscientific wait, wait, Approaches. Wait, 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 that doesn't speak to the severity, though. That just says it's in the same framework. The same, so it says the same basic mechanisms with substance addiction. Yeah, like how a punch and a bullet Let me, both use kinetic energy. That doesn't... Well, yeah, well, let's, let's, the same uh, basic. So the review, this other study from Neuroscience of Internet Pornography. Oh, that's what I read. So neuroscientific Approaches to Online Pornography Addiction. Uh, this is actually a textbook on Internet addiction. Given previous results, excessive pornography consumption can be connected to already known neurobiological mechanisms underlying the development of substance related addictions. Nux, searching for clarity in that muddy water, future either. considerations for classifying compulsive sexual behavior as an addiction. Quote, we recently considered evidence for classifying compulsive sexual behavior as a non-substance behavioral addiction. Our review found that CSB shared clinical neurobiological and phenomenological parallels with substance use disorder. And if you look at the neurobiology of pornography addiction, a clinical review, it goes through how all the same uh, mesolimbic dopamine pathways are fired in the same way as uh, cocaine use or heroin use. This is not triggered by playing Super Mario Brothers. It's not wait, triggered by yes, it is. having video ramen noodles. Is, it's wait, not, no, video, let me no, finish. No, literally, like, I'm video answering game the question. fits under the same pattern yes, of behavioral addiction. addiction. Video game addictions to Fortnite and those kinds of modern no, games no, no, that have been just designed. Video game and being, addiction. A, being an online uh, or being a, um, 
casino addict addicted to gambling. Yes, those all have the same kind of pathways. Those are all behavioral addictions. So yes, they're all in the same category. Pornography is in that. They're all bad. So wait, uh, so like you just said, yeah, they're all behavioral addictions. This includes so many types of behaviors. The point that you just made for me is, yeah, the stuff you're complaining about with regards to porn is present in a ton of different human behaviors. You would have to make no. it illegal, like half the shit humans can do, just no. because it's a potential for some. There is no evidence. There is no evidence that shows that playing Super Mario Brothers or it's eating like, ramen noodles or eating ramen noodles causes the same kind of wait. pathways of addiction to light up, causes prefrontal cortex diminishing in the gray matter of the prefrontal cortex. None of that has been established. Can none of those other behaviors, can you none of those other behaviors Ron cause Jeremy, that to the brain. Wait, can you find me a study saying Ron Jeremy specifically causes the same kind of neural pathway um, markers? Ron Jeremy, can you find it? Control F, can you find it? Because you're just saying ramen and Super Mario. If you said food and video games, who then does you not would find the it? same behavior? Who does yes. not cause it? Wait, you can absolutely eating food find does studies. Not, eating and, food and is not the same as pornography. Consuming heroin. pornography does not immediately give you a behavioral addiction, but the category of behavior fits. I don't know how many how many more addiction. studies can I read for you? No, how many the studies you just you? read agree with me. The no, they do don't. Not. Wait, hold on, James. I need to point this out for the sake of like medical accuracy. Okay, this is we're going to get shut down by YouTube for medical disinfo. All right, I want to be clear. The studies he just read indicates it. Behavioral addiction is something that could be caused in a ton of different ways. The reason he keeps facetiously bringing up like ramen or Super Mario Bros is because he knows that if he Googled, can video games form a behavioral addiction or can food form a behavioral addiction? The answer would be a yes. Can porn form a behavioral addiction? Yes. Is there any evidence that it always will? No. Same with food and video games. You would ban the world, man. It would be no There would be nothing left but a empty room and a Quran that we could ram our head against. Because uh, it's also been found that reading can cause addictive behaviors when it comes to um, uh, narrative dependency. So we just rammed our head against it and prayed. That's all we'd have. But people form um, uh, uh, addictions associated with religiosity as well. There are people addicted to um, religious-oriented behaviors. So we'd have to ban that as well. No, they, they looked at specifically um, non-addicted behavior. They looked at like very low exposure to pornography, and they immediately notice these kinds of changes to the brain. Um, look at the study, Brain Structure and Functional Connectivity Associated with Pornography Consumption, published in July 2014. It's looking at non-64, non-porn-addicted males, and it's pointing out that just when you start, these changes start happening to the brain. We must so move it, forward exactly with any kind of drug usage it's not the same with food it's not the same with eating bread and then your brain starts to change we just and have so many questions this one coming in from <laughs> this one udf hq says daniel adult porn bad let's see uh question mark this one coming in from jesse miller says correlation does not equal causation and the opposite fallacy is rejecting the possibility of causation because correlation does not equal causation that's Great completely point. true, 100 percent. It is entirely possible that there are correlative fa or sorry, causative factors here. Um, but I think they need to be determined when claims are being made so strong as like, you know, society will crumble unless we ban this or that because, you know, human happiness is oriented around the strength of the family. Um, the problem is, like, having read a lot of research studies on this subject myself, these studies are not as determinative as he claims they are. I mean, the ones he just read out loud completely support my point that porn addiction just fits into a broad category of behavior behavioral addiction, which is present in a ton of other human behaviors. Um, 
But, um, you know, if we take a look at the specifics on this, a lot of it is like way more complicated. Um, you know, you can get like interesting results on people's brain patterns, but just if they change their diet um, over a long enough period of time, like in a short time, because the like um, rush of chemicals, their brain and like the sugars that process like stuff is complicated. You know, I just don't want people to fear monger over like fat titties online. I like fat titties online. You know, they're 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 fucking huge sometimes. This is important shit. Uh, like the changes that you're talking about when it comes to, um, you know, going on a diet or what about music? Like people who learn how to play an instrument, their brain also can change. So you could say, oh, well, see, playing, we have to ban playing music because it causes changes to the brain. That's not the argument that I'm making. It's a it's a change to the brain that changes your ability to control yourself changes your ability to make a kind of long-term decision making because you prefer short-term benefit over long-term value like the prefrontal cortex what's called hypofrontality will actually change your attitude your personality and this is something that has been documented in research study after research study this one for so long i hate to do this but this one coming in from yeshua de king says is allah if Allah allowed porn, would Daniel contest it? I think we basically had that question before. If you want to say anything, you can. Otherwise, I'm moving to the next one. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I want to say something because um, this question about banning, um, like I'm only arguing on the basis of empirical studies. And it's only in reality, my position is only because Islam uh, disavows it. Like this is a mischaracterization of Islamic and even just religious reasoning in general. Like you can have a kind of utilitarian argument within religion like islam does consider like the real world circumstances and how things uh, can be negatively impacted by uh, societal behaviors so even something that is not explicitly banned in the in the quran or in the islamic tradition muslim scholars could still on the basis of a utilitarian or consequentialist reasoning determine that that needs to be banned or that needs to be promoted so you're strawmanning actually uh, religious arguments and specifically Islamic arguments. Like the kind of argument that I made in this debate is perfectly in line with Islamic uh, religious morality. And I'm not trying to be two-faced. Like I really actually believe that non-Muslims uh, should seriously consider the harms that come from uh, pornography usage, even if they're not committed to any kind of religious morality. This one from Olgoat says, Daniel, your arguments involve flipping the script and using peer-reviewed studies from Western institutions against liberals. How do you decide when science is valid outside of an Islamic agenda? I think that the truth is the truth. Like, uh, I think the truth is consistent. Empirical reality is consistent. Uh, my belief and what I've seen in the entirety of my, my life is that empirical reality is consistent with Islamic teachings about the world, about ontology, about epistemology, about morality. And that's on the that's, you know, the, the premise that I take to all the debates that I go into. So there's a concordance between the truth. Um, sometimes science can get things wrong. I think everyone acknowledges that. But if there's something that is definitely true empirically, then it will coincide and be compatible 100% with Islam. And if there's something that the science uh, says that happens to be uh, conflicting with Islam, then I would just say that we need to look at uh, those studies and determine what is exactly the truth. You got it. And in terms of the phrase PMO uh, addiction, I think this means pornography, masturbating, and orgasm. Uh, this person says, 
King Cash says, as a person who suffered from PMO addiction for more than four years with on and off cycles, thankfully now I've conquered the horrible addiction, Vosh has no idea what he's talking about when it comes to porn. Well, that's not very specific. Um, no, I, I do. Um, behavioral addictions can be really serious uh, in many ways. Um, even without a chemical reaffirmation, like by doing cocaine or heroin or whatever, you know, people say this about like marijuana, right? Like there are marijuana addicts, even though the um, uh, like people can form behavioral associations and this stuff can be really strong. Like people will live or, live or die over behavioral associations. Um, it's not that I don't recognize how serious it can be. It's that I don't think like the problem is getting the state to run in and like ban for all humans the shit that you have an irresponsible relationship with, you know, it's a bit, bit self-interested on your part with respect um the best thing we can do i think is like better mental health access and resources better sociability in society so it's easier for people to make friends um i think that a lot of this also comes down to toxic masculinity because people have a really tough time like talking about shit like this if they're a guy you know girls talk about a lot of shit with each other and that can be good for your mental health you know guys tend to clam up and that can be kind of fucked like there are things that you can do and i wholeheartedly support this i just don't want the government to like bring the hammer down but it's not about um uh, a lack of concern for you okay i do take it seriously if i sound like i'm being facetious with all the big titty jokes or whatever like you know i mean i am facetious generally but it's not because i don't care you know this one from charlie dowell tazkarin says wrestling is a sunnah in islam daniel and vosh should have a freestyle wrestling match salam alikum daniel may allah grant you jana this Wait, one coming in have... from I don't Sun have a law on my side. I'll lose. What the fuck? I'm an, I'm an atheist. I'll lose. Sunflower says, Vosh, you support decriminalization of drugs, but do you support fentanyl vending machines in every home? Because that's how accessible porn is to anyone with a computer. It's uniquely ubiquitous and free. I want it to be the third tap right next to the, um, right, right next to the hot and the cold for the sink. That'd be based as fuck. No, really, though. Um, I don't think that uh, actual drugs... I don't think actual drugs are comparable to pornography at all. I don't think it's possible to have a healthy relationship with something like fentanyl. I do think it's very easy to have a healthy relationship with pornography. Because I think I think that with, with pornography fits more within a behavioral category that I would compare to stuff like food or television or video games where people can form negative relationships with it. And that's serious. But like most people are fine. Um, whereas stuff like fentanyl is being a drug. It's not just a behavioral addiction. It's a chemical addiction. It can literally kill you. It rots your body. This one from Brenton Langle, one of my favorites. Good to see you, Brenton. He says, oxytocin doesn't just come from sex. It comes from touch, music, exercise. A dad gets more oxy from holding his baby than from sex. The idea that every activity should produce it is patently ridiculous. Does that, babies. Contra does that contradict anything that I said? Ban babies. This one from USB and First Tribe <laughs> says, the question wasn't whether it should be outlawed, but whether porn is bad for society. I wonder how many people would be comfortable admitting their mother or sister does porn for a living, not judging. Okay, wait, that's a biased result though right there first of all like you're like, if your mom tells you that she just took a fat shit you probably wouldn't wouldn't want to hear that either but you wouldn't set the government on banning moms from taking shits you know that's that's more of a like tmi type deal than it is like a social harm type deal also people have biases that don't necessarily translate into objective social harm right like that's that's like goes back to like the muslims cause hate crime argument you know like maybe them being there causes hate crimes but it's really a discrimination against them that like actually makes them happen um 
yeah, no, this this stuff is complicated. Um, yeah. <laughs> Brendan Langle strikes again. Says if you have problems with apps and food using the science of addiction to manipulate the consumer, you have a problem with capitalism and the profit motive, Daniel. <laughs> Well, I guess I, that's true. I don't believe in a kind of libertarian uh, free enterprise. I'm actually surprised that I, if I'm wrong, I think Bosch is a Marxist or he has some sympathies towards Karl Marx, who said that religion is the opium of the masses. But I think that porn is actually a much greater opium for the masses that prevents revolution, because if people were not able to release through pornography, they would actually look at the kinds of problems uh, in society, such as, you know, not being able to get married. You know, when you have a, like a over 40 percent, up to 50 percent incel rate in some countries like Japan, people aren't able to get married, but they don't revolt. Why do they not revolt, even though they can't get married and have a loving relationship, have a family? They don't revolt because they have all of this pornography that they're busy masturbating to. If the government closed, you know, turned off the spigot, those Japanese or, you know, those French or whoever would be out in the streets calling for, you know, revolution, peaceful, peaceful revolution at the ballot box, of course, at the ballot box. But, you know, the, the pornography is actually tangibly preventing people from being, you know, aware of the problems and the oppression of the ruling elite capitalist class. So I think on that basis, we can have some common ground, Vosh. Oh, but remember, the full quote is religion is the sigh of the oppressed creature, the heart of a heartless world and the soul of soulless conditions. It is the opium of the people. So Karl Marx would also say that pornography, that deep anal is the heart of a heartless world, in which case I would have to agree with him again. Really drop in bangers, um, that guy. This one going in from, do appreciate your question. Kyrie Irving says, Vosh, stop comparing anatomy slash scientific drawings to the unlimited amount of internet porn which kids can discover. USA obscenity laws cover this difference. They cover it by basically saying, eh, you'll you'll know when you see it. That's the problem. The obscenity, the obscenity laws are already incredibly vague, and people are already really, really, really unwilling to invoke them, in large part because they're so vague that they're almost legally useless. Like the literally, like the the US like legal precedence on what pornography is is you know it if you see it, right? And trust me, like if you make a, an anatomical diagram of like, oh, well, this is like the how the breast tissue or whatever looks like, it, like th there's not really a hard line there. OK, people were jerking off the Sears and Roebuck catalogs for like decades before Internet pornography came along. I promise you that if there was broadly available anatomical medical diagrams online, um, the government would be watching that shit with a very close eye. You know, it'd be at least, you know, you can you can show a male erection, but you as long as it's less than six inches. <laughs> You know, no, I mean, this is not this is not accurate. Like the whole idea that I know it when I see it, like that's the that's the thing for a lot of complex phenomenon. Like, tell me, give me a definition of happiness. And if you can't give me a definition, we don't legislate that, happiness. No, no, I'm just making a conceptual point that just because there is not like a um, criteria in a few lines that you can express in the law doesn't mean that it doesn't have a definition or it doesn't have a clear, distinct concept that you can regulate. That's we the whole point of that. That's the whole point of the statement. I, I know it when I see it. 
that's not clear or distinct. That's incredibly vague. That judge no, the human mind vague. knows what happiness is, even though if I put you on the spot no, to define wait, happiness. No, it doesn't. If human minds knew what happiness was, we wouldn't be talking about porn addiction. Uh, you, can, you can define happiness. You can define justice. Like what people is it? What is it? What is a game? Like no, no, no. But we all have an idea of what a game is. My idea of porn is probably. I mean, not this is the whole. This is like the Wittgensteinian argument. Uh, in philosophy that you don't necessarily have to have a uh, concrete verbalized definition to know what something is you can have the concept you can have the concept of something like what is obscene or what is a game i have the concept and i can recognize examples i've never seen before in my life i can say yeah that's a game yeah that's obscene yeah that's justice i can identify very confident answers but mine would be different yeah, I'm just giving it like a Wittgensteinian so you argument. Can't, you can't have like legal lines being drawn on Wittgensteinian abstractions here. Yeah, you can, like, because people know no, what can't. is obscene. No, people have different ideas. Our ideas of obscenity are different, yours and mine. That's not good enough. Every judge would have a different ruling. That's not law. That's just individual tyranny. That's just giving the judge the free right to decide what they do and don't like. You can't have legal the, the idea that oh, people have different definitions, therefore you can't make laws. Basically, you're denying the possibility of any law because all laws no, depend on different concepts a central that people law. will we, differ on. People will differ on concepts that are invoked in the law. There is no central definition of what pornography or obscenity is. Who decides what's the central definition? Well, usually through legal <laughs> precedent, and we <laughs> haven't done it. So you're just begging the question. No. Okay. Wait. Legal precedent is what the law is. I can't tell if you're deliberately being dumb or not. There is a huge difference between the law making a concrete distinction in direct uh, terms and trying to legally distinguish what something like happiness or obscenity is. Those are two completely different things, which is why our legal system hasn't tried to do it. Our legal system has given up on trying to define pornography. It doesn't. There is no strict or clear definition. How can they define child pornography? How can they define it? Because who defines what childhood is? We do just by setting the line at 18 years of age. That's it. That's empirical. You can measure that with a with a, you can measure that with radioactive decay. You can't measure. You can what measure porn the is. effect. You can measure the psychological transformation of porn use. That's what the whole debate I've been People trying to are express not to you. Decide whether or not to <laughs> it's not just a subjective thing. It's not just a subjective thing. It's not just it's not just a subjective thing. There is tangible, objective, empirical, psychological effects on the mind. And People I'm not even talking about addiction. Looking at Sears I'm not talk- clips. If that if that were the case, then that should also be under the purview of the law. Wait, chicks wearing clothing in sweaters? Those Sears Roebuck catalogs were like magazines for for. I don't know what you're talking about. Young men would jerk off. Young men would jerk off and fucking nut while looking at chicks in tight sweaters. Okay, their brains are lighting up too. This one coming in from. Do appreciate that. Were the case, then it should also be banned. Okay. Rays 174 says Daniel can studies and arguments convince you when your underlying reasons are really it's the will against the will of God and people who do it go to hell. I mean, this is the same thing. Like this is the third time this question has come up, but it's important because this is the same thing with liberals. Okay, with people like Vosh. Hate those guys. I'll, I'll ask right. Vosh. Yeah, like whatever you want to define it, but Vosh here, I'll ask you the same question. All your values. Okay. Do they, can you give me an example of where your values and what you believe actually contradict or, or uh, contradict the empirical studies? Like the empirical studies say one thing, but you believe something else. 
Well, the empirical studies can only describe things descriptively, whereas my moral values would be prescriptive, so there can't be a contradiction between them. I have axiomatic values that I attempt to achieve and maximize through empirical understanding, and to that extent, I try to have my beliefs conform with reality. No, but what if you have like a certain kind of belief that deeply uh, conflicts with the empirical reality? Is there any example of that that you can give me? No. Because I would have right, another. So then you're the same as me. Belief that I, well, well, no, because I have axiomatic. I gave the same exact. I, I gave the same exact answer to this question of whether anything in Islam will conf, could conflict with empirical studies, and then. Sorry, do you want to go back to the gay adoption question? No, I mean this is a conceptual point again. Like no, it's a pretty. You're saying pretty that there's empirical. It's just coincidence. It's just a coincidence that all your values are supported by empirical studies. No, it's not a coincidence. <laughs> it takes a lot of effort, actually. Okay, um, so I can say the same thing. No, but yours aren't. We demonstrated that with the gay adoption question. Your beliefs aren't informed by We gay haven't gay. had that debate. If you want to talk about it, it's agree a, to a debate. I'm challenging you, Vosh. I'm challenging you, Vosh. Do you, are, do you know of Except any studies, the debate. Except do you know the of debate. any studies that indicate that it's harmful for a child to be adopted? By I got plenty of studies. I got plenty of arguments. I'm happy. I'm happy to give you any kind of argument and study that you want. I know you have arguments on it. Get into a debate, a formal debate. We'll have James here. He's such an amazing moderator. I love And we'll have that debate. This is what Ron, or, or just a friendly conversation. I'm happy to talk to you as well, Vosh. Brenton. On my civil rights. Brenton. What about civil rights? My civil rights. I'm gay. This one from Brenton Langle says, One hit of cocaine has been shown to cause brain changes in mice, not humans. Drugs cannot change a human brain that quickly. Only long-term use can. The hit of cocaine I think has a super normal as a super normal stimulus. This is a, a neurological term. There is more dopamine that is produced in your brain when you take drugs or watch pornography or, or see big titties on the street or online gambling. There's a bigger rush of dopamine to your brain in that one hit than you get from you know, eating a hamburger or seeing a curvy piece of wood or looking in a Sears magazine. There's a big difference uh, between these kinds of super normal stimuli versus many of the things in common life that humans have lived with for thousands and thousands of years. Like big titties on the street, which didn't exist back in antiquity because we didn't have streets yet. But, no, but you can't go and you couldn't go and stare at someone and masturbate while watching someone's you know breasts in public. I think that's you what couldn't do that. did like 40% like of the No, day. no because the yeah. the alpha male, the alpha male would kill you if you stared at his woman. That's I think actually, they all just jerked off while looking at the big titties. No, they couldn't. They had no access to it because there was no photography. There's no video. They cannot. just found the girl with a the historical. Titties. You just have a historical uh, opinions that you're just Econuck Angry Canuck says, this debate is about whether or not porn is good or bad. Vosh is just debating about whether or not it should be banned because he would be angry if it gets banned. Well, I, I mean, I do believe in like freedom. Yeah, sorry that I'm an American. Um, no, the real the real problem is that um, whether or not it's good or bad is like not an answerable question. 
um, in large part because um, there is absolutely no data on the quantifiable happiness achieved by society through jerking off to porn. He laughed when, like, he laughed when I said that, but it's true. Any question as to whether or not porn is good or bad became unanswerable the moment it was posed because we have literally no way of empirically measuring the counterfactual. We have no idea what good is being done. We just have some studies on what harm is being done. So the real but there's a fact here, of the matter. Like, no, the fact of the there's matter a difference is that between... you don't have that data. Uh, and you'll never have it. The real question in the real world, as if we're like mature enough to realize what we're really talking about here, the real question is, what should we do about it? That's the actual question people have, because big like discussions on whether or not something is good or bad and you don't have all the data, it's worthless. There's no point. It's a child's discussion. You know, who would win, Superman or Iron Man? I don't fucking care. The real question is, what do we do? And in this, um, uh, you know, in this question, we have much more data to work with. Um, but yeah, you, you got to focus on the good stuff. This one coming in from, do appreciate your question. Salman Khan says, Vosh, pornography isn't natural throughout human history. It has always been discouraged or looked down upon. That's why you would never marry a porn star after viewing her. Porn, for men, is a means to an end. That's completely retarded. What the fuck are you talking about? What? Sound like you know, a good pe point. People, people have been carving big fat titties to fertility goddesses. We have like cave paintings. What, what, what are you talking about? Uh, here's historical precedent established by the concept of a modern porn star not having partners, except modern porn stars have partners. Well, I, I don't even know. The, again, like, please, I, I'm, I'm begging if people disagree with me. Come up with a better disagreement than I disagree, and here's this fantasy world that I live in. Please, God. No, I think that's a, like a very coherent. Point, I know like, you. <laughs> that's a very important point. Like these kinds of behaviors were stigmatized. No, they um, weren't. Can you, do you have a study on that? Yeah, I have plenty of studies. Do you? Whatever you I study, study on I can ancestral study, humans I study, and their stigmatization of pornography. Yeah, this has. Yeah, do you do? Not pornography. It hasn't existed. Show me the study that that says that pornography I mean, existed are, a thousand years ago without using. You know, there, that's not pornography. Are, oh wait, the Greek urns where they would literally draw men with erect penises fucking other men in the ass with erect penises that's not pornography that's not pornography you pornography that, is a that's photo that's not what? A photo it's a photo only wait then what's wrong with furry porn you were you were dodging me earlier on the big titty drawing question now we okay so our drawings okay what well, what if it's a hyper realistic drawing like you can draw pe drawings that basically just look like people these days oh so i agree that there is all kinds of phenomenon that would fall under this broader um uh phenomenon of pornography or what is eroticism or erotica or whatever but i deliberately try to ground the discussion in a conversation about changes to the brain actual physical physiological processes so that we wouldn't get lost in this kind of debate about definitions because it's a pointless uh discussion to have when it comes to uh, whether pornography is bad for society, you you're, you conflate the epistemological question of is can we ever know, him? can we ever know with the actual ontological or moral question, because there's a fact of the matter that it is, yes, it's good, or no, it's bad for society. That whether we can access that truer, truth or not, that's a separate question. So is when it comes to child, him? when it comes to child pornography, everyone will agree that that is objectively bad Someone could come and say, oh, but what about the studies? There's all kinds of conflicting data, or maybe the studies are all biased, and that's why there's this uh, stigma against child pornography. These kinds of, you know, fallacious what? arguments can be used to defend all kinds of, me any kind of media, 
any kind of porn. What the fuck? Are we talk- I was asking you whether drawings are porn. What the fuck? I wasn't listening to you for a second. What the fuck did you get on about? I was Googling this. Shunga, a type of Japanese erotic art typically executed as a kind of ukiyo-e, often in woodblock print format. While rare, there are also extant erotic painted hand scrolls which predate these. It means sex. Um, let me see enjoyed by all social groups in the Edo period. This is a very explicit drawing. If I got, if I showed this oh, on look YouTube, at, look at, look it at, would not, I would, my channel would get banned. Is this not porn? Is this, cause they seem to like it. Um, usually that kind of, usually that kind of art or erotica is, is very limited in society. So but the wait, Japanese, the Japanese, if it was drawn, is it I, drawn, I just is made a point porn? about we don't need to get the exact definition of what is or is not. But what, whether it's drawn whatever. or not, that's pretty important. Okay, it's, it's drawn, can, but look at the point. Okay, you're so trying, porn can be drawn. The point. So, so let's say it's porn. Let's just, let's, just say, let's just say it's porn, okay? Let's just say it's porn. Okay, so like the ancient But that, the, the effect on society is not the same in those societies like pornography has the effect and on modern society. Why can't you acknowledge the difference? So you keep saying so that oh, we agree, we, pornography has always always existed. So okay, wait, fine. Let if, me concede that. Okay, let me so concede. For, okay, so let me concede. Yeah. Just to be sure let me concede. You, but the effect on society has not been the same because technology has made it mass distributed. Holy, holy shit! Society has changed in the past two millennia. I knew that. Well, yeah. We were talking about whether pornography was socially discouraged throughout human history. Now that we acknowledge that drawn pornography is pornography, that no, was discouraged it wasn't. Well. Those just because urns, it existed, just because it existed, did not mean that was not discouraged. Those vases that were painted in um in ancient greece with like the guys doing deep anal fucking each other those were not like scanty little shad drawings being done in an alleyway this was stuff commissioned so what? by nobles. child porn also existed in ancient greece why buddy? do you keep going back to child porn because this is your, like the 50th argument, time you your brought argument, it up yeah you bring up a lot of stuff too, no, but I'm why can't you just because Greek child porn exists, you're committing, you're committing you a fallacy you're committing a fallacy by appealing to the past and I'm saying that, okay, so, if pornography is we okay talking, because it's existed throughout history, well, child porn has also existed. We are talking about It's also been on the urns and the vases of whether or not pornography this has also throughout history. All of this has existed James, in history I'm so as well. Sorry. I'm just saying... I just, I just want to say, just as a reminder, the specific question was whether porn has been shunned all throughout history, to which the objective answer is no. Those yes. things were commissioned by the aristocracy. They were the widely one. enjoyed. This that doesn't up. mean it's socially acceptable or widely enjoyed. The next one. Ananya Mouse says, Vosh, prawn takes away the luster in the face, the fire in the eyes. You have none. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Oh, sure. um, Let's see. If we, if only we had the luster in your mom's eyes after I blew my load after her face, you know. If only we could all be that happy. Um, I, honest to God, wow, I know it's a come joke, back. but people like that are really uh-huh. fucking creepy. What a zinger! They, what you a know zinger. they look in the mirror and what you know they're thinking like, "Fuck!" If only wow, I stopped genius, jerking off. Gosh. Holy right, shit! You wait, you got your chance in an interruption. Nobody cared. Don't make four attempts at it. You know they're You're looking. You're like getting in the very obscene. This is, you know they're is that necessary? Wait, why is he like this? He's like mad. They're looking. This is like the level of obscenity is like. Yeah, he's he's like it's like this is this is going beyond terms of service. A better, better, a better, better. I just smacked Vosh with a, an insult. I got to give him a chance to at least respond. 
Yeah, yeah, but you didn't insult him like that. You didn't insult him by Wait, talking I, about his mom. I haven't, I haven't insulted you at all. I insulted some random guy who donoed by saying That's I came That's not appropriate. That's not appropriate. Oh, I'm sorry, you fucking pussy. Calm down. Jesus yeah, Christ. Is that an insult? Like, like, is, do you keep bringing up child pornography because that's your mental age? He said something rude about a chatter's mom. What the fuck is wrong with you? How old are you? Wow, you're you triggered, beard. bro. You're Jesus really triggered, Christ. man. Well, you're really triggered. Just <laughs> James, James just Calm moving down. on. All right. Juzzor says, what is Daniel's opinion on enforcing morality standards on media? Media does influence people, so should a government limit things like glorification of crime in movies? He wants to ban serious yeah, catalogs. I think he'll yeah, there could be, do whatever. You could, be, you could uh, if you could demonstrate that there is a societal harm that comes from certain kinds of media, then yes, the government is justified to ban it. The government does ban all kinds of things already on the basis of societal harm. And Joe Biden is uh, no exception to that. Look at the amount of things that are being constantly banned uh, because Joe Biden and Kamala Harris determined that it's bad Wait, for society. Look at the whole gun argument that the left constantly uses. They think that gun violence is this We're huge harm. The and they want the media not, banning. Yeah. So media. Wait, what uh, First Amendment violations has, he, has Joe Biden? What, what anti-First Amendment takes has Joe Biden had? Well, they they work to regulate the Internet on the uh, spread what, no, of like, certain conspiracy theories or COVID uh, disinformation, what they define as disinformation. There's all kinds wait, of regulations. They're pushing these kinds of laws that this is extremist speech. What this misinformation. Yeah. Where? Look at look at. DHS, Department of Homeland Security, look at the Department of Disinformation that okay, they are I'm trying looking. to, to uh, okay. create so what in law? order to create civil and legal liabilities for those who spread certain types of speech. For like defamation and libel. Yeah, we already have laws on those, but they've been around for hundreds no, no. of years. These what are these are passed? laws about extremism. These are what? laws about Who's terrorism. This is being... laws about insurrection. We already have laws, laws on terrorism. These are all Wait. about speech. These are <laughs> what, all about what speech. laws have been created. He Look, doesn't. He Spash, doesn't know you want to have, have a, talking a, about. Yeah, I do. You don't know anything. If you want to have a debate on free speech, I'm happy to have that debate. I know you want because you want to just talk about this shit. I'm happy. I'm happy. You're entranced by my charm on any of these topics. Can you name a law? Like HB, like a number, like one law that's been passed by the Biden administration to curtail First Amendment rights? Yeah, look at the countering violent extremism policy that the Biden administration uses, that the FBI uses, that the Department Wait, of Homeland law? Security Wait, uses. You realize that, that violent if you, extremism if you, is already if illegal, you express, right? If you express, well, the scope of what is considered violent and what is considered extremism is constantly expanding so they who's do been change arrested? who's definition no no let something. me finish like this is kind of tactic where you're trying to <laughs> interrupt you're not me. Telling me a lot. i am telling you if you let me finish these are policies in the government that are used by the executive branch they're found under the different departments like the fbi like Department of Homeland Security, like all of these agencies under Biden. And it's not just Biden. It was under Trump, too. Like, oh I'm not a Trump fan. Trump, Biden, Obama, all of these presidents uh, and throughout the U.S. government have banned certain types of speech that they viewed like as. Like what? In, like, look at COINTELPRO. Look at the kind of okay, uh, restrictions that were brought okay, against we're black activists. We're talking about activists. Biden. I agree COINTELPRO is a violation of people's. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the definition of extremism includes speech. People can say something that the government decides is extremism, like even though they threats. haven't threatened. No, no, not death threats. If you like are, you know, saying something like in in favor of Islamic government, nonviolent. Who's been like, arrested okay. for that? 
Do you, do you want me to give you a list of imams that I know personally that have been detained, wait, who've been, who've been put in, in the United yes, States for yes, being Muslim? Yes. Yeah, I know that you think all Muslims are rapists, as you've said, but <laughs> there have been restrictions on Muslims in the United States through CVE, through the Patriot Act, through surveillance. And imams have been the Patriot Act. Imams I thought you have were been, talking about changes see, in the you term keep of extremism. You keep but changing you can't the tell goal. Me every, time, every time I answer your question, you add some other question because no, you're completely the same one. out <laughs> debated on all of these issues. You don't know what you're talking about, bro. Go to the next one. Just, Just make some crude remark again. Like that's <laughs> your go-to. A uh, crude remark. This I'm sorry one. for offending your sensibilities. I'll Brent wear a hijab next time. Brenton Langles says, as someone who is polyamorous, polygamy as practiced in Islam and Mormonism is inherently abusive. It's not about bonding. It's about supremacy. A healthy relationship must be equal regardless of numbers. I have several. I have a wife and several boyfriends. Hell yeah. Apps based as shit. Yeah, it's pretty obvious that the polygamy shit this guy pushes for has nothing to do with like... um, like pair bonding or, or like honest committed relationships, but it's just like man's expressing his dominion over women. Um, it's funny that like somebody advocating that aspect of Muslim faith would pretend they give a shit about pair bonding. Um, I mean, we've already but, determined know. that a lot of your positions are not based on empiricism either. What the fuck? Wait, because you said that there's it's no, just wait, coincidental. I can't, no, I can't deal with eight hours empirical... of you misunderstanding a basic thing I yeah, said. Okay, earlier. What it's the fuck a misunderstanding. It's a misunderstanding. Just continue. Just check the hadiths, okay? They'll tell you what I said because it's written yeah. in there with God's word. This Just one from USB in first try says, people who think porn is creepy, watch creepy porn. Franco Trujillo says, was wondering what was bothering me about the question. We can't ax out the other half of this. The conversation can't stop it whether it's bad, but what to do about it. I'm personally fine talking about whether or not it should be banned. Vasily Antonov says Vosh doesn't like the state legislating morality. How would he feel about cultural shift towards what Daniel advocates without any legislation? Um, I think that the uh, the pre-existing civil rights legislation that we have is good. Um, if the cultural changes that he wants to make, well, first of all, the changes he's advocating for are like legal predominantly. If people made a cultural shift towards like not using pornography, though, I wouldn't want the state to like force people to look at porn more. I'd, generally speaking, using the government to force cultural changes has just not worked out. It's really fucking bad. Um, and it's 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 just deeply authoritarian practice. You know, I think the government exists to protect people, um, their rights and to facilitate like infrastructural development, stuff like that. Keep the systems, you know, sort of laid in order. But everything outside of that, I think it's up to humans to decide what they want to do and, you know, um, the, uh, the the path they want to walk down. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a circular argument because you're basically saying that the government should protect the rights of whatever I think is moral. And that's justified. And whatever I don't think is moral or has no moral basis, then it's trying true. to I do, trying to I do like good criminalize it. That's like just oppression. Things. That's criminalizing is oppression. Yeah, I mean that's what your argument. That is true. You realize your argument right now is I gave that we can't make distinctions between things. Your argument could be used to justify child pornography. No. Jessica, that, that, that was like, a parody. That was a parody of your argument. That's okay, do argument ad absurdum. Do you know what wait, that do you, means? Do you think it's argument be legal to shoot? I was, showing, I was showing you how absurd that argument that you, you were, were showing me your ass, which should be against your faith. Do you know? Uh, do you think it should be illegal to shoot Muslims? You, you can't even understand a. Can basic you answer point. my question once ever? Are you scared of everything that comes? You, out an, of my you mouth? can't answer any of my questions. Can you answer? Do you think it should be legal to shoot Muslims? Like I'm going to assume question. you don't think it should be legal. Okay. Oh, but you think it should. You think it should be legal to walk down the street then? Like this is. Oh, you blew me away with your argument. No, oh, but that's literally amazing. what you just did to yeah, me. That's literally, that that, that's did, literally, yeah. Did that's that literally feel underwhelming?
happening? Did wow, that feel that's stupid? What a literal wow! Did that you're, feel you're just, low IQ? You're too sharp. You're too sharp, Bosh. I'm like completely we're, we're, outmatched. We're looking you. in a mirror right Last now. It's of the lights forward. bouncing back and forth. Two oh, such a brilliant, so brilliant. Franco mm. Trulo says, "Was wondering what was bothering me about the question. We oh, we got that one. They said love this content and all credit to the speakers. Got to say that it's their content. We appreciate all of our guests. They make this show what it is. And Robin Sparkle says." Vosh's statement regarding CPs remind me what is that I've no, I, I haven't made statements on child pornography this fucking guy has like 80 times I don't, I think he's got the he names said, mixed up they said regarding CP lack of appeal directly contradicts his statements is Mr. Girl Convo 1416 would be uh, obviously be a top search barely legal is now what I don't know what this means either. I, I don't know, and I feel like that person should see a therapist. I have no fucking clue what they're trying to say. Alex Jones says, how are free porn sites funded? And you can't say advertisements or, quote, people buy subscriptions. No way just that covers the costs. What? What? Have oh, you I seen how many ads there that... are on a porn page? I promise you, those free porn sites are paid for by advertisements. That's why there were 17 trillion fucking videos on every corner of the screen yeah i think they're trying to suggest that like some women are trafficked or like forced into it and that oh yeah but that's that has nothing to do with the free porn site the, the free porn sites just repost shit from other places or people free upload that that is nothing the trafficking happens yeah but that's not they I, they don't I don't, they're not producing the pornography. They just host it. There are places that produce pornography, like porn sites, like browsers or whatever, though that place is legit enough that they probably don't do human trafficking. Um, yeah, but no, I mean, obviously trafficking is a real issue. So, you know. Meme um, and Scheme says, why will Vosh debate random topics with a moderator with small creators but refuses... Let's see. <sighs> hmm? Yeah, we want topics that are germane to the event usb and first try says i want to go back to magazines found in the woods uh by the way basically neiman scheme was they were just asking wash will you debate nick fuentes and we know that you have declined before and uh he can literally just email me he's the biggest pussy in the universe and every fan of his that continues forward. this this I, charade is just as big of a brenton, pussy. brenton langle says daniel you have not showed that porn is harmful in and of itself you have only shown that porn can be addictive sometimes under certain circumstances. No, the argument was not about addiction. Addiction, if you go back to the opening statement, is one aspect of it. But the main harm is the psychological changes that occur. Uh, it changes people's values. It changes people's behavior. And it decreases the ability to get into these kinds of uh, loving relationships, build families, that's the argument. Um, and it is a consequentialist argument. It's a, it's a utilitarian argument, uh, but that's something legitimate. I don't have to make an argument on the basis of the inherent harm or the, or the inherent um, evil of pornography. Like I can agree that it is inherently evil, but morality is sometimes multifaceted. You can make yeah. a utilitarian argument. You can also make a deontological argument. There's no conflict between the two. And Islamic moral reasoning involves both utilitarian aspects, what's called maslaha, and also deontological aspects, such as things being bad in and of, it, in and of themselves. 
I think it's hey, my religion says it's bad. I think it's inherently bad and it's bad in and of itself. But coincidentally, here's some misinterpreted studies that prove I'm right. Remember, the studies do show that it's um, your relationship will be better if you look at porn with your partner. So uh, I look forward to um, dark Brandon uh, sending SWAT teams to every home to make sure you're jerking off with your wife while watching like uh, some chick get gangbanged. Secret XXX stars says Daniel people frequently come into physical harm because of their real life relationships. Do human relationships therefore need regulations or curtailing the same way you believe that porn does? Yeah, of course, there's all kinds of harms that come from all kinds of relationships you could have. There are so many examples of teachers taking advantage of their students, whether it's like grade school or even college. Does that mean we have to dissolve colleges because of this teacher student relationship or dissolve yes. public schools because of that no so there's always going to be a certain amount of uh, abuse that happens or oppression that happens in any kind of human relationship even the relationship between a president or a congress and government and the people there is abuse that happens all the time through corruption or whatever else but that doesn't mean we we um, ban the concept of government or we get rid of the con or the institution of government. Um, that's just to be expected of all human relationships. You got it, Dan. Thank you very much for this question coming in from Franco Trullo. says, you have to look at context and what causes people to overconsume, whether it's worth banning, etc. You can't just say banning reduces it, even if true, and leave it there seems dishonest. We need to weigh these things appropriately. Yeah, well, the, I get the issue is that there's no empirical measure of what like what good freedom is of it in and of itself. Like humans are innately disposed towards freedom. We like having choices in our lives. Um, the overwhelming evidence we have on a psychological and sociological level is that it's generally not good for humans to have like some greater power telling them what to do or what not to do. Uh, a la uh, not counted of course um so you know I, I i am biased towards freedom of course um you know I, I but but when you're when you're looking at like well how do you weigh that against this that or the other you know at the very least if you're going to have this conversation you'd better make sure the data on its harm is bulletproof but in this case it's just not you know porn's just another thing people can have behavioral biases towards um which is like so many things fall into that you know but he would ban sears roebuck catalogs he would ban video games like what life would you be living you know there's a reason why all the rich people who live in the muslim world run off to um dubai where the, all of the morality police basically turn their eyes so they can get drunk and fuck as many people as they want you know it's because they don't want to live in that world either the moment they have the power and social capital to escape the tyranny of um islamic uh, morality police they go fucking hog wild and do whatever they want they do more than whatever we'd want they do lots of bad things in dubai you know um the the problem is like this is just a fundamentally unrealistic attitude toward how humans behave and what guides their behavior yeah human freedom is curtailed by every government because no one is allowed to do whatever they want there's all kinds of laws premised on banning things that are harmful or considered evil that's how laws work so things are always going to be people's freedoms are always going to be restricted to a certain extent but the That's circularity true. in Vosh's argument is that he just presupposes the things that he considers to be moral should be allowed absolute freedom. Whereas the things that he thinks should be restricted or are evil, he, he's fine with all kinds of bans. He's fine with the government actually restricting that to the maximum extent. This one coming in from, do appreciate it. Hassan Syed says, Vosh, you said in the past that consuming child prawn should be legal. Is this still your position? <laughs> 
Sorry, I'd consumed one too many of the Muslim skeptic videos, but I've since reformed and I no longer believe that. Nominal says, is porn bad for society? Daniel wins. Should we ban porn? Vosh wins. Looks like Daniel got this one. What? I don't think he won the banning debate either, but. Oh, okay. this, <laughs> this one says USB. I think, I think Allah won every part of this debate, as, as any uh, faithful member of the flock should. USB in first try says problem is that negative effects of porn are impossible to quantify lower sex drive, depression, etc. Just like what booze does to us or bad food. I mean, a lot of people turn towards pornography addiction. Well, they, nobody turns to addiction. It's more like they turn towards the thing and get addicted um, because they already feel kind of bad. Right. Um, like, I, I, like it just you can find this out from talking to people. There are qualitative studies on this. If you talk to people who are experiencing depression, very like more often than not, their story is, you know, I felt bad because these things in my life were going wrong, and then to like cope with that, I started like you know doing this, that, the other, and like that, and things went downhill from there. You know, very rarely is it like my life was going great, and then I looked at porn and then i looked at it more and then everything else went wrong and i got depressed you know it can happen but in reality usually these things are a lot more complicated and multivariate and frankly like a lot of these depressed people you take porn away they're not going to go and get married or whatever they're just going to be like depressed and have a harder time jerking off i don't know if that'd make things better for them you and this is related to a another debate that i had is that there's always going to be conflicting facts and all any kind of issue that you want to talk about Societally is going to be complicated and, and multivariate. Things like uh, gun ownership, abortion, immigration, all of these things are multivariate. And the facts are always going to conflict or the empirical data is not always going to fully support one particular position. But we do the best we can with certain kinds of arguments. And yes, ide ideology and re religious belief does play a factor. I, as a Muslim, bring my beliefs as a Muslim to the table, but I'm open about that. Whereas liberals or people like Vosh will pretend like they're only operating on the basis of empirical empiricism, but they smuggle in a lot of liberal values about freedom and equality into the discussion beyond what the empiricism can actually prove. You can't prove a moral position through empirical facts. That's the moral facts are based on the moral facts are based on empirical data. There's no such thing as a moral fact. So like, for example, again, if you want to ban guns, you will bring facts about how it causes a lot of death, how it's used in mass shootings. These are facts that support your moral position that we should, we ought to ban guns, for but example. But how, how do you know that death is bad? What if human suffering is good, actually? Well, well, those things, I, that's a very valid point. But usually, like, in these discussions, there are some very basic things universally that people agree on, like death is bad, family is good, marriage is good. That's why I had that whole opening statement about we all agree that pair bonding, you know, having loving relationships is good. Everyone this agrees. This is a that. fallacy of uh, popularity, no? Just because people agree on a thing. So every, you know, people here in America, like what they agree on Islamophobia, so that's morally correct. No, obviously we have to return to some kind of predicating moral justification. In my case, it would be an axiomatic belief. In your case, it would be, you know, religious beliefs. But um, your axiomatic beliefs, you acknowledged earlier that they are based or they are, they do coincide with empirical reality, right? No, they're, they're, I sustain the maximization of those beliefs through things that I believe are empirical reality. But I don't think you can support an axiom with empirical reality. An, an axiom is metaphysical. It comes before empirical reality. This one coming so in like from... You're God, right? 
do appreciate yeah, yeah. your question. Why my says, isn't the study that porn causes cheating a direct counter to the study that says porn prevents people from looking for sex? Uh, so that, that's for me. Question. Yeah. So the um, people who watch pornography in relationships, what the study I cited shows is that they have dissatisfaction with their partners because they compare their partners to what they see on the screen. And this makes them more likely to want to go beyond the parameters of the marital bond. So that's the way the researchers explain it. Uh, but for it's someone like who a, is not someone who is not married, um, then you know you, even the person in the marriage will have lower sex drive. But the people are driven by the desire for novelty, and so that's something that affects a marriage in a way that it doesn't affect the bachelor who is by himself in his apartment. It can make you more or less likely to go have sex with new people. You know, it um, it, uh, coming in uh, from. it really depends on what's spookier. Do appreciate it. April Cox says, what causes more harm in the world, porn or Islam? Well, uh, I imagine we'll have different answers to this one. To be clear, all the shit, like, I don't, there's not really a difference between uh, Muslims and Christians. I guess uh, maybe you guys are more fucked up about, like, keeping women, like, clothed or something. I don't really know. You guys are all the same. Um, all the, like, religious fascism tends to take the same form no matter where you are. So all the shit I've said about Islam here, if I was talking to a Christian fascist, I'd be making the exact same fucking jokes. Um, no, it's like, not, not a Christian over. fascist. It's like, well, I know I'm, you're not, not a I'm, not a, I'm not a fascist. I'm not a Muslim fascist. Again, this is like a very Islamophobic type of argument. But the, the traditional kind of Christianity, traditional Islam, you're right. There are, are a lot of parallels when it comes to sexual morality, but also traditional Hinduism, traditional Buddhism, traditional Confucianism. All of these are patriarchal religions. Uh, prior to modernity, like if you look at their uh, sacred scriptures and texts and their teachings, they all teach this kind of patriarchal uh, morality that today is associated with Islam. So the kind of problems that you would have, Vosh, with Islam, you actually have with all re all traditional yeah, religions. Yeah, I just, I just said that, yeah. Not just Islam and Christianity. You'd have a problem with oh, Hinduism, no, well, uh, yeah, Buddhism, with would. Confucianism, with uh, Zoroastrianism, yeah. and so forth. Well, I don't know anything about Zoroastrianism. Yeah, I don't know anything about that particular religion, but probably, yeah. Um, I don't like Sikhism, Sikhism, all of them. Most of the Sikhs that I've met have been really cool, but I they probably believe some fucked up stuff, yeah. This one coming in from... Imagine imagine what they think about you, Vosh. Um, well, I don't have a knife, so they probably think I'm a cuck. This one coming in from... Alyosha says, the literature is clear that porn rewires the brain. It says, how is it possible Vosh doesn't understand the distinction between production... What? literally everything rewires the brain literally everything your you realize you couldn't learn if new information didn't rewire your brain right that's literally how you learn things that's the reason you're different from bugs okay yes everything rewires it aging rewires it the temperature of the area that you live in rewires everything rewires it okay stop Get, stop looking in the mirror, thinking your life is falling apart, going online, misunderstanding basic socio-psychology, and then becoming a fascist over it, okay? Stop. This stuff is really complicated. I know there are scary terms associated with porn addiction, but a lot of psychosocial terms are scary. It's a scary genre. It's a scary field. Don't don't freak out over it, okay? Look at the broader discipline. Look at the Wikipedia article and subject, all right? You'll freak out less. 
Tim Pryor says, no, it's not. It's how your parents raised you. If I got told to sit in the corner, I would have been more violent now because I did not get my butt beat. People need to pull that stick out of their behind. Um, while we're on the subject of evidence, all the evidence shows that spanking just does not make people better in any way whatsoever. Literally zero evidence for it. And there's counter evidence like spanking tends to make people more like fucked up, makes them more um, paranoid, less trusting of others, stuff like that, which makes sense because they got, you know, hit by their parents. Um, so, yeah, like, while, while we're on that subject. And this one coming in from do appreciate your question as well. Famo TV says, Vosh, what's your take on broken relationships and poor sex lives because of men comparing their wives or girlfriends to the porn stars they see? Well, I think that's a problem with the guy, right? Porn stars are like it's it's it would it would be like um it would be like looking at like um like an actor in a TV show or something and being like, you know, wow, why can't my partner be that hot? Like you see hotter people in, in media all the time, you know, uh, like that's a problem with the mindset. When you're looking at porn, you're not looking at like the shit everyone goes through every day. OK, even very famous, successful people aren't doing porn star shit every day because people don't fuck like porn stars because porn stars are fucking for a camera, not for themselves. Like that speaks to me for, to like an immaturity in the mindset, you know, like like and, and that can happen in a lot of ways. And we know that's a trope, right, of like women like seeing like a handsome like James Dean-esque actor and going, oh, and then they like compare every guy to that or whatever. Like this is the thing that happens, you know, but we shouldn't do it. I think that's rude to your partner. It's not good. You got it. Thank you very much. Thanks very much for all of your questions. We're going to try to speed through the ones that we have yet, folks. Got to say, please don't send in any more. We got to get these guys out of here by a decent time. It's been like two hours and 50 minutes, so we got to move fast. Yeah, it's been pretty, <laughs> it's been pretty, uh, pretty on. This one from Famo TV says, Bosh, just like your comparison with moms taking a dump and the Muslim hate thing, your analogies are off. It's apples and oranges, dude. Va in response to your peeping Tom joke, since you're an atheist, how would this be wrong if the woman doesn't know about it? Ignorance is bliss. Because I think people have a right to privacy as a concept within their own home and in some other places. Um, and I think that the expectation that people should have that is like something worth protecting. Uh, after all, like it's not only bad to do something if it only like if the person knows, right? Like groping a person while they're asleep is also bad, even if they never find out. You know, you should have a right to understand that even if you're not aware, you have certain like um, rights to privacy and to um, to uh, bodily autonomy. Um, also, my comparisons are great. The mom taking a dump thing was on point. Fuck you. This one coming in from Tim Pryor says, I'll try this one more time. God made us to enjoy sex, but Daniel, you'll believe it's wrong to do sex, right? Do you see why this is silly? No, uh, Muslims believe that sex is something that's very important. It's something that is meant to be enjoyed uh, with your wife, with your spouse. And it's something that's actually encouraged. It's something that is considered beautiful and wholesome in Islam. And there's nothing against sex in Islam. What sex does is it regulates um, sexual behaviors that are destructive or are deontologically or inherently vile and wrong, um, such as, you know, sex with animals or other types of sexualities. But sex between a husband and wife, that is something great. It's something beautiful. It's something that sustains society. And we have to work to protect the institution of marriage, the in institution of procreation and having families. 
And do that you is have, purely do you have sex with your wife to like negate the urge to fuck your dog? Is that how it works for you? That's pretty no, fucking. This weird. is this is really disrespectful, Vosh. That I'm, you just I'm wait, not you, to insult you. You just tried, said that. Wait, you're like, you just said I'm, that. You just said you have sex with your wife to negate other degenerate urges. No, like I, did with that. I did not you say did, that. I did not. You did wait, chat. Am I? Did I this miss? This is like. Wait, I'm, did I miss I, here? I'm going to just be as respectful as possible and not we, reciprocate. But I just want to note that this is very offensive, Vosh. We must move no, to the next one. Brenton Langle says, alpha males are not real. You will notice Daniel lied when he said one hit of crack changes your brain. That's not true. I mean, most of what he said has been like narrativizing over a really, really shaky empirical basis. It's obvious when he starts talking about things that are deontologically wrong, where he's actually coming at this from. You know, it's, 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 pretty, it's pretty clear. Yeah. Daniel, any thoughts on this? Is Brenton full of it? Wait, who's... <laughs> you said his name, but I can't remember his questions. He said alpha males are not real. <laughs> Just look at James. James is the I appreciate true. A great example. <laughs> alpha. True. You guys know James true. like six pure alpha. He's huge. Faye says if porn is bad, it is very important to define porn. You got it. Vosh gave us the standard congressional definition of porn as you know when you see it, but <clears throat> This one, Cafe Nazionale says, Vosh is against child porn because of the exploitation of children. What about animated child porn since no child is being exploited and some adults who might find that uh, arousing would get pleasure out of it? Well, so, right now we don't have any laws on drawings of that, as very evidenced by any fucking anime forums anytime any anime comes out, unfortunately. Um, I think the problem there is that I don't necessarily know if the state should run in and be like putting out the calipers on whether or not a drawing is 17 and a half or 18. I do, however, think that like any enjoyment of that stuff is pretty fucked up. So like this is another question of whether direct state intervention can like actually solve anything. And my, my question is like if the state was on Twitter and and like looking at like what is obviously a lolly drawing and then the author is like actually she's 18 like is this is the law going to solve this problem for me the actual solution to this problem is being really fucking mean to people who post that shit <laughs> that's the for me that's the actual solution i again i think this is what a cultural thing like if you're if you're like in a fucking anime community or some shit people are like oh my god i love this anime lolly girl whatever like you should be like what the fuck is wrong with you and that i think that would actually do more because there is way too little shaming of that shit in those communities i'll tell you you got it. And folks, I'm telling you, please, I mean, I, I appreciate that everybody's so pumped about this debate. We've had a ton of questions. We just can't take any more. If it, yeah, I got to run see, to three hours. Yeah. If I see any more questions as of this moment, uh, I'm going to load the page so that I can see all the new ones that came in. Like, I, I just can't read it. And I'm, I'm sorry if we don't read it. And even if you submitted it. But for real, if you're listening out there, folks, we really can't take any more because we want to get these guys to bed by a decent time. This one coming in from Plummy. Oh, Wait, before before we ask that, just can I ask a follow up? Like, what you didn't really answer the question, Vosh. Like, what is the problem with looking at those drawings? Oh, because I think that like the cultural normalization of fetishizing aesthetics that are like associated with underage people, like obviously that pushes people towards bad behavior, right? Um, so like the like you wouldn't want like I wouldn't want that in any community that I was in. Like, if I was enjoying like fucking Steven Universe or some shit, I wouldn't want people so flooding then, like, in there. The kind of well, there's plenty of pornographic material that is mimicking behavior that is illegal right there's like rape porn there's bestiality there is all kinds That's of things true. that are legal there's so, story porn you know it's so yeah, you think that those should be illegal as well anthros. um i think that's actually a really difficult question right because like if you follow that logic you could say like well here's a hentai 
where the guy like rapes her. Now, whether or not you're into that sort of thing, and I'm not, like, should it be illegal to post that? I think I would defer to the same thing that I'd say about the lolly shit. And I would say, like, I think that culturally it should be disincentivized to whatever extent I guess feels morally right. I, 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 so I would have to think about that because I do think that's an interesting question. Because I think that people who post lolly shit should be like mega bullied. But if somebody is into non-con art, I don't think they should be mega bullied. You know, because there are a lot of people who enjoy that kink in the context of a healthy relationship, right? I guess that would be the difference in the context of like the lollycon shit. The only you can't healthily enact anything lollycon in real life. They're children. Whereas you can do consensual, non-consensual role play with an adult, and that can be sort of um represented in like drawn pornography. So yeah, I, I I think that's really complicated. That might be like the general trend that I would try to follow though. This one from Light of the Twin Lamp says Israel used porno as a psychological warfare. They played porno audio in the Gaza concentration camp. Which Vosh supports? What's it? What, what? I support the Gaza. Con- what the fuck? This is like saying I support drinking water. Like I like water. Drinking water. So you're like, ah, so you support waterboarding in, in in Gitmo? What the fuck are you talking about? They were using the porn because like a lot of people in Gaza are Muslims and very socially conservative when it comes to porn. So it's a form of like um demoralization, right? Like you could do the same thing to an American. Like if you played a bunch of like I don't know shit. What what do Americans hate? I don't know. Um school shooting audio or some shit. I'll fucking know. You, you could like, yeah, it's like a demoralization thing. But the sound of like pornography does not innately like fuck your brain or whatever. It's it's just like a way of establishing supremacy. But I'm not in favor of Israeli supremacy over the Gaza Strip. I'm actually quite famous for not believing that. You got it. This one coming in from Light of the Twin Lamps. We got that. They said, uh, I'll read that other one later in the after show. Tim Pryor says, apparently now... That it is a thing. I no long I no longer identify myself as a human being. You all are embarrassing. Okay, thanks for that, Tim. I identify as an attack helicopter myself. Framo TV says, Did Vosh really resort to internet insults like a sissy boy? Oh, this one coming in from what what what, what, what age am I in? What what uh, I'm sorry? Jesus Christ. What is live streaming anymore? Sissy but is that a sissy boy thing? You've got guys with their like uh pink top straps and fucking giant butt plugs sitting online in Celtisha. Actually, that does happen. Hold on. That's just Twitter. Okay, wait. They might have a point. This one from Lights. Aliasha says, Vosh, the FBI clearly told Zuckerdroid to spike Hunter's laptop. Okay, this isn't really about the... We ask you guys for questions about the topics that the guests have uh, prepared for, but I'm going to humor this one. It says, Matt to... Uh, I, no, I'm not. We don't have time. Eang game. It's it's complicated. I know what they're saying, and it's complicated. Thank you. Sorry. You got it. This one. Eang game dude says Daniel, my dude. I literally heard you defending. Let's see. Okay, so folks, again, we're looking for topics on uh, questions on the topic. <laughs> People are mad today. It's okay. Says Vosh, what's wrong with polygamy? Okay. <laughs> Anything I don't have but porn questions, folks. Say the U.S. is notorious for polyamorous relationships, such as what Brenton is in. No laws prohibiting a man from having 50 girlfriends. Hypocrite. I don't have anything against polygamy. I have a problem with male-only polygamy. Because I fucking know this guy is not okay with, like, one chick having, like, 50 husbands or whatever. So, um... So polygamy is a concept. Well, I don't like marriage in general, but as long as we have marriage, I'm fine with polygamy. 
Um, but like in the Muslim world, polygamy is like, he, I mean, Daniel literally said it, like it tends to be like a wealthy high status guy who basically would just have like 50 mistresses who he fucks and doesn't care about. But because that's not allowed, he just marries all of them instead. So now he just has 50 wives he doesn't care about. And we pretend this is like wholesome and trad values or whatever. So it's like a fucked version of it, basically. But like, I'm not against it inherently. This one coming in from Jamie Russell, Christian Middle says Vosh and Trump 2024. This one coming in from absolutely. <laughs> Woody Woodpecker, thanks for your super sticker of a rainbow. And Famo TV says, Vosh, how about the studies that show if you resort to salty internet insults in a debate, you've lost, and now you're just a what? panicking soy boy? Wow, they're coming what? at you. This why, why are they? Why are people here so sensitive? What the fuck? I've been doing this for three and a half years. I'm not exactly a stranger to the spicy engagement. I didn't realize it was so unpopular here. My God. Um, <laughs> and we're having fun. Daniel's having fun. He insulted me. I insulted him. We're having no, fun. No, 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 no. I didn't insult you. I only reciprocated, but I don't. But we had fun. Language. It was like some roughhousing. No, you can have fun. You don't. You can have fun without using this kind of language. Like, it's not appropriate. I'm sorry. I'll wear a burka next mm -hmm. time. This one. I'm a goddamn American. Liz says Vosh is speaking of hyper realistic drawings. What are your thoughts on hyper realistic drawings of children? It exists. Should Why it do be... people keep going to this? They said, should it be banned in particular? What you know? What I I just sure unleash the Fed, shoot everyone. I don't care. What I don't know. What how hyper realistic? Like they took an existing drawing of child abuse and then put it through one of those like etch encoders, or like they drew it so methodically that it just looks real. I don't fucking know. Send the Feds to their house. I don't care. Why? Why do we? This is I I don't know. We're we're like we're like trying to reallocate like the micron thin line people keep trying to like make me dance on or something. And just don't do that shit. Don't do any of it. It's bad. Fuck yeah, adults. Fuck chick with giant fat titties. Fucking like, huge milkers. Come on, man. Just the this what? I mean, you bring I, up child like, porn I seventy times. No, no, and I say I big titties, and so that's I, I the bad to part. Address, I wanted to address the concept, you know, uh, of child pornography, but what? I wanted, I didn't want to include you in that or like regurgitate kind of the trolling against you because I'll say it very clearly, Vosh. For anyone who keeps asking about child pornography, Vosh has stated many times he is against child pornography. I want to be clear that, you know, you have stated your position very unambiguously. I only wanted to bring up the topic because it's related to the issues of obscenity and morality, not as a way to bait you or create clips uh, from that. That wasn't my tactic, Vosh. So I just want to show like this was all in good faith. I just am interested in debating this topic. I am kind of offended by some of the things that you said. But if you, you know, you said that you didn't mean to be offensive. OK, I can understand that. I consider the obscenity a part of my general demeanor, but I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, it's not, I, I don't try to treat it or think of it as a smearing thing or whatever. This um, one from Famo TV yeah, says, Vosh, Pornhub got busted for, you guessed it, child porn. How do you know children still aren't being exploited by this industry you're so heavily defending? I'm not, I'm not so heavily defending. I'm literally just saying the government shouldn't ban its entire existence. I don't know if that's a heavy defense. Yeah, dude, it's a serious fucking problem. And Pornhub actually did like the GigaChad move right there and banned like two thirds of the shit hosted on their site. Probably saved a lot of server costs too. And now you can only upload stuff to Pornhub if you have a verified account, which means showing them proof of among other things, the fact that you're an adult, which is good. It's actually the main reason why I don't like amateur pornography. You know, people talk about amateur pornography being more authentic than like professional pornography, which is true. 
but it's also completely fucking unregulated, which means that, you know, like, I don't know. And you've heard I've heard so many stories, too, of people saying, like, yeah, I was raped um, on camera like three years ago and somebody uploaded it and I contacted these porn sites. They wouldn't take it down. There's a lot of fucked stuff up there. Yeah. But I don't think you're going to solve any of these issues by like just the government flat banning this shit. You, that needs like a holistic feminist approach towards these issues, um, making it easier for like um, misbehavior to be reported or like encouraging a culture of um, of taking these issues seriously or have police test any one of the trillions of rape kits they just let mold in their back room you know it's a broader social problem and facebook has an enormous amount of child pornography too unfortunately it's a broader internet issue um yeah it's it's pretty bad it's bad out there we live in a hell world this one coming in from do appreciate your question jan r says why navel gaze about definitions and measuring by utility stuck in the anglo skinner box the real debate here is islam versus ethics of marquis de sade <laughs> Uh, I could never compete with the ethics of um, Islam. All glory. Matthew Booth says, Vosh is based, but Daniel, wouldn't it be better for your argument to just increase funding to mental health for people with addictions to porn rather than banning? No, like I said, I wasn't committed to saying that banning is the only way. Imagine if you took banning off the table, fine. I can still you know, agree that this is something that's bad for society. It should be curbed. We agree on that then we can determine what is the best way to actually reduce its use in society maybe vosh is absolutely correct banning is not going like outright banning is not the best way to do that we can agree to disagree on what is the best or most effective way to reduce um, the usage of pornography um, but that's like separate like that's a separate conversation that this debate wasn't supposed to be about social stigma is very important um, using all kinds of institutional psychological programs that can be important as well. Changing the culture is important. Why can't there be a stigma against uh, pornography usage in the same way that there's a stigma against, you know, other types of illegal, what, what has been banned, illegal pornography. So these are things that we can have a conversation about. I don't, I think there's a lot of room to debate on that, but the main topic is, is this immoral or not? And that's why I tried to show. You got it. Thank you very much for your question. This one coming in from Alyosha says, how are those STD rates working out for you, Vosh? What the fuck? How does jerking off the porn cause... What? How does jerking off the porn give you STD? Wait, does it? Wait, oh. This, <laughs> this this one... Wait, I'm, I'm getting worried now. <laughs> what the fuck? This one from Ano Chame says, Vosh is watching CP bad if it's what? cartoons. <laughs> God, it's like they're asking me for permission. Like, it's like all these people are like, uh, Vosh, I've got a hot take for you. And they're like sweating. They're like, okay, so do you think he's gonna like give he's gonna give me the argument? I don't I don't know what you want. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, James, and I'm sorry to you too. I love you, buddy. I know. It's every this is like the hundredth one. This one from Omega Supreme to Vosh. I'm from a rich family and I enjoy my life under Islam. In KSA bingo, you lying. Plummy 005 says for both, yes. what do you believe the legal age of consent should be? You know what? Just make it just make it fifty. Just make it fifty. That's fine. Fifty's fine. I don't um I guess you know we've got some inertial momentum keeping us at eighteen, so that's cool. Um if you want a serious answer. 
I actually think you can make a decent argument for raising it because like people don't really age as quickly now as they used to, right? Like 15 years old, back like 400 years ago, you were like the, the like working on the farm. Like, you know, you were basically like treated like an adult. Nowadays, 18 year olds are like infants. Like they're fucking children. Like you like you can see a high school graduating class full of 18 year olds and they're all like baby people, you know. So if it was kicked to 21 or whatever, I don't I don't know. There's actually like an interesting hormonal discussion on the way in which aging has changed over time. Um, people look younger longer nowadays. I think there was a Vsauce video on that. Anyway, anyway, I don't fucking just 18 or higher, whatever. Any thoughts, Daniel? No, I mean, that's an interesting discussion. Famo TV says, Vosh, in your debate with YouTuber Vegan Gains, you stated that you believe that it should not be. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself in Minecraft. No, sure, James, go right ahead. <laughs> Fucking no, absolutely. As I'm, re I'm ready for this. In incredibly novel inquiry into my positions here. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I know. It's it's a, you're reading through it. It's like getting fucking amogus jump scared or something. Jesus it's fucking like, Christ. Whatever whatever the answer to like whatever his question, question is, you can skip by. Just the answer is yes or no. Whichever one is less weird. This one, <laughs> like Folks, if, if, we, if we see a duplicate question, we got to jump over oh it. Brenton Langle says, no traditional Buddhism is not patriarchal. I don't remember. So they said, read the Lotus Sutra. The Dragon King's daughter obliterates patriarchy. That sounds fucking rad. The Dragon King's daughter? Holy shit. I did a video on the patriarchy of Buddhism with uh, citations to primary sources from their religious texts. There are statements from the Buddha himself that are like, women are like evil vipers and you should uh, separate yourself from women and just go and be a monk. Those are direct statements from the Buddha. So it's That's hard to argue that Buddhism traditionally isn't misogynistic or patriarchal, but uh, check out my video on the topic. You got it. And this one, by the way, more than half of the people on a scale of one to 10, more than half said that this debate was a 10 or a 12. I, I had a lot of, of I really enjoyed myself. I do have to dip though. It's been three hours eleven. That's a solid commitment. Yeah, um but, but I've had a tremendous time. We'll let you go. Mm. Uh if there are any questions, I'm gonna let's see. I'm gonna read them to Daniel while he's still here. If Daniel, if you're willing to stick around, Vosh, I understand if you gotta go, I totally don't blame you. Same thing, Daniel. If you have to go too, yeah, I know it's late. It's probably hit me one or two more, then I'm then I'm then I'm good to go. Let me just make sure I get the ones that are asking you that question. you got to filter out 80% of them off the bat. <laughs> Alyosha says, Vosh, mm. unlike the West, Islamic societies are able to hit replacement rates. Um, that has more to do with um, uh, rates of industrialization. If you look at it, uh, the replacement rates averaged around the world, like it's basically 100% level of um, industrial proliferation, like the, the stage of society that people are on. Um, however, I don't think there's anything inherently good about like hitting replacement rate if you're doing so through things that I would consider unethical, right? Like you could also just have rape camps if you wanted, you know, like you can you can hit the replacement rate if you want to. Um, but yeah, no, I, I do I do think more could be done, but I think it has more to do with cultural alienation, um, which is you know, kind of like the Marxian answer on my part. You got it. There are only, if, if you're willing to humor me, Vash, I'm sorry, there are only two more. One of them, uh, it's a little bit like, so they say, Benny K. Evanson says, Vosh, you just mentioned, quote, a right to privacy for all humans. Is that a moral judgment? If not, can you expand? Um, I think that people feel more comfortable when they know that there's kind of like a general protection, a general expectation that they're not going to be violated, even if an individual violation doesn't hurt them in any way. Um, 
it's possible the knowledge that there might be a violation like could right so like empirically speaking if i'm at a party and i get drunk and pass out and someone moves me to the bed if somebody like walks over to me and like gropes my dick or whatever like that does not it literally doesn't hurt me if i wake up i never know but if someone tells me i'm still going to be furious about it you know and i think the reason for that is because it's good to have an assumption of some protections even if they're sometimes like vestigial or um not strictly like like they're not like they're not utilitarian in that specific instance you know you want the knowledge that you're 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 consistently protected and not just like what what you don't know won't hurt you you got it this one thank you very much for your question this one only because i i it already i'm like well i'll just let you Kill they me. said wash according to drama report <laughs> that's not what oh. you think oh drama report oh okay i'm ready for this the, this fucking investigative journalism into my life this, did it they say, I only want to ask you because it gives you a chance because it was already in the live chat. So hundreds will see it or have seen it already and thousands will see it after this is you know uh, done. And I want to give you a chance to actually respond because it is kind of like a like gruesome accusation. And I have a feeling that it's – I want you to be able to defend yourself. They say, according to the drama report, there are allegations about you admitting to watching child porn. Uh, <clears throat> my guess is this is not true. I'll give you a chance to respond. That's not true. I think at one point I was saying that like hentai sites are really bad to use because there's a fuck ton of like lolly hentai on them. That's probably what he might have heard or something. I said something like if you're like fucking flipping through a hentai site or whatever, like you're going to see some lolly shit or whatever, which is obviously an indication that I've seen lolly shit, which is something that will inevitably happen if you even casually view hentai out of your peripheral vision at some point. It's one of the reasons why I think these people should be bullied way the fuck more. Um, but you know, I mean, if, if somebody wants to interpret that as me admitting I've seen CP, that's pretty fucking bad faith. You got it. And with that, I'll let you go Vosh cause it is super, super late. So I do want to actually let you go get some rest. Same thing, Daniel, if you have to go, I don't blame you. Otherwise there are a few that Daniel, I save for you that in particular are for you. If you I have love a you guys, I love you both. Um, gl glory to Allah. Um, I know there's some other sayings, but I don't remember all of them because I'm fucking infidel. So I hope you both have a wonderful evening. James, always good to see you. I hope you have a great time. Take care. Thank you. Daniel, you take care as well. Uh, thank you, Vash. Thank you for your time. Of course. Appreci appreciate it for sure. I'm going to re-scramble the screen, folks. And in the meantime, I've got a question for you, Daniel. Empress says, Daniel, what do you think of Allah's Dens number? I don't know what this means. Dens number? I don't know what that means. Me neither. And this one, thank you very much for your question. This one also for Daniel. Actually, well, Samir Farsin says, most serial rapists have shown a history of porn addiction. Criminal psychologists all agree the obsession always starts small and then matures to a crime. Um, I'm not sure if uh, Vosh would disagree with that per se, although I, I would say... Yeah, you would. He <laughs> would disagree with that. He thinks that rapes have gone down, like the amount of rape in society has gone down. Well, given I mean, that, I, not... I, that was a question for Vosh that I wish I would have, I, I didn't realize it was for Vosh or I would have read it while he was here. But I want to say thank you very much, folks, for being with us. We appreciate you being here. It's always fun. And thank you very much. Daniel, it's been a true pleasure to have you as well. Thank you for being, being with us tonight. It's been a long one. Yeah, a very long uh, debate and very harmful to my ears. I hope uh, the audience will... Because my audience isn't used to this amount of swearing. So I was hoping that he would respect that. Um, but, I mean, things happen. So 
I apologize to my audience for being exposed to that level of obscenity in the, in the debate, which I thought was going to be more academic in nature. But You got it. Well, I want to say whew, I, that was a long one, but a fun one, no doubt about it. Like I said, 50% said they'd give it either a 10 or a 12. want to say thanks so much, folks, for all of your questions, as well as thanks for sharing this video as Roughly 19% have shared this video, which is a, a huge amount of people. And we see, we just appreciate that. Our guests are linked in the description. So if you, after having been exposed to Daniel and Vosh's views during this debate, you can click on their link below. What are you waiting for? We really do appreciate both of our guests. We hope you feel welcome. Whether you be Muslim, atheist, Christian, you name it, we're glad that you are here. And if you haven't yet, hit that subscribe button as we have many more debates coming up. You don't want to miss them. But one last thank you, Vosh and Daniel. Thanks so much for being with us today. Also, can I say thank you to you, James, for everything. You do a lot of work behind the scenes to organize these debates, and I really appreciate all your hard work. And I also appreciate your moderation. It's always excellent, excellent, great. And I just want to express explicitly, explicitly to my audience so they know how much I appreciate you, James, and Modern Day Debates. Thank you. Seriously, <laughs> that really does mean a lot. I, I seriously appreciate that. It's encouraging because, uh, yeah, it's just a, it's affirming because, uh, you know, so I appreciate it. And by the way, folks, I have not mentioned this, but... Uh, well, I did last night. I mentioned that we are hosting DebateCon on... Oh, yeah, Daniel, I don't know if I told you about the new date. <laughs> uh, we are... So the, this debate conference, which Daniel was on our last one, and he, he was in actually the biggest debate of the conference. That was Daniel and Destiny. That was a monstrous one. Daniel has actually been invited to our second debate con, also in Dallas. That's going to be now... Did I tell you that we're planning on November 5th now, Daniel? I can't remember if I gotten the word out to you. That should be fine, but okay, who's the good. who's the who's the debater? <laughs> uh, that is still being confirmed. So uh, right. I can tell you, it's still who I hope to have, and I've got good news because I got a response from them recently. So it's not confirmed yet, but I can tell you, folks, this debate—if we get it booked for Debate Con, it will be so big you won't even believe it, folks. Very serious. So want to say though, seriously, thanks Daniel for all of your support of Modern Day Debate as we've tried to give everybody a fair shot, as you really do. For real, folks, we really hope you feel like your position is given a fair shot. We really never want it to be such that we will never release a video afterwards that is like, oh man, that Muslim debater or oh that atheist debater was so bad. We're like we really just want to let you know, let there be debates and that's it. Like I, James, nobody from this channel is going to put out a video. And likewise, I, as a moderator, I'm never going to systematically take sides in the debate or anything like that. So we really do appreciate all of your support of this neutral platform. And so thanks, Daniel, for your support. That means a lot. Thanks for your kind words. Yeah, of course. So and uh, thanks for your patience on that conference, those conference details. I'm going to I'll get <laughs> that, that info to you ASAP. And so with that, folks, I'm going to be back in just a moment with a post-credit scene letting you know about upcoming debates, including some of the details on this conference. So I want to say thanks, Daniel, again, and I'll be right back moment in just a moment, folks. So stick around. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.